0: Hello there! Thank you for tuning in to Fire Breathing Kittens, the D&D actual play podcast that you can listen to in any order. Each episode is its own self-contained microplot, part of an overarching macro plot that takes place over the entire season. So if you don't like one episode, feel free to skip around. Joining us today are Jade.
1: Hello, I am Jade. (laughs) I have a terrible character voice because you guys requested it. That way you can tell when I'm in and out of character, who is a 52-year-old, red-skinned, horned, former town guard with eyes completely black like a horror movie villain. Oh, and she's a level 8 paladin. You can't be evil when you're following the law, right?
0: We're also joined by a couple of new kittens today. Lozo. Hey, how you doing? I'm Lozo.
2: I am a big amphimorphic tortoise. I am black and orange. And uh, I am a level 8 cleric. And
0: Rooney.
3: Hi, my name is Rooney. I'm half gnome and half elf. I have bouncy curly strawberry blonde hair, uh, rosy cheeks and emerald green eyes. I have a blouse that is long-sleeved but has a lot of really loose uh, sleeves and I'm wearing my favorite green traveling cloak that I've got embroidered with flowers and magical runes and I'm a level eight wizard
0: the three of you find yourselves in the fire breathing kittens guild hall drinks are flowing from the bar several other adventurers are you know sharing stories or playing a game of cards at the table what are you three doing to pass the time today
3: well, one of my favorite things to do is to just sew an embroider in my free time. So I'm probably just sitting in the middle of the room on the floor, not a chair, and looking around and trying to find something nice to sew. And I think there's an interesting spider web in the corner. And I think I'm just going to start on that.
2: Lozo is, uh, he, he's using a hay bale as a beanbag chair in this room. Because these are fit in regular chairs. And he's got on his or on their uh the front of their shell, they got a bunch of fruit and vegetables. And they're just they're 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 eating that for lunch.
1: And Jade just arrived because she was mailing a package to her children. What will they eat in college if she does not send them food from <laughs> from the kitchen they grew up in, of course. That Alice made.
0: <laughs> Alright, well. With the three of you keeping yourselves entertained in your own ways, you can't help but notice out of the corner of your eye as Usalag comes out from his office, step stool in hand, marches directly with purpose to the corkboard, t- flicks it out, plants it down, marches up to the top of it because he needs all the height he can get, and plants a priority message on the job board.
3: Well, seeing that, I will immediately... Hop up off of the floor and go on over. Is he still by the corkboard?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. You didn't give him much time to even get down. He's still collecting the step stool.
3: So I'll just hop on over to him and say, "Hey, new slag, what you just put up there?"
0: Oh, oh, uh, hey, hey, Rooney. Uh, well, we we got a a pretty lucrative job opportunity. Mm. I, I know you're new, but you feeling up to it?
3: Well, of course. I need the money. There's a really particular component I'm thinking of buying, but it costs a lot. So, lucrative does mean there'll be a big reward?
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the the person offering the job was talking five digits or so? <sighs> uh, you you want to take this solo?
3: Oh, no. I mean, I'm smart, but I'm not that smart. No. I'll, uh, I'll turn around and look around and I'll see Lozo and Jade. I'll be like, hmm, how about you guys? And I'll go walk over. Uh, are you guys like close to each other or kind of far apart? Mm. I guess I'm, I'm like walking in the front door to the guild hall. So I,
1: I meet as you two meet.
2: (laughs) I, I think Lozo is posted up kind of by the entrance. It's kind of where he's set up. Or they're set up, so, like, as Jade's coming through the door, they're kind of together.
0: That does seem like the easiest place to put a hay bale if you're going to bring one into a guild hall. Mm
3: -hmm. So, seeing Jade enter and Lozo just coming in, I'll go skip on over to them and say, Hi, my name is Rooney, I'm new here, but there's just been a job posted and I could really use your help. What do you say? Oh come on, please! I mean, I, I'm sure it'll be fun.
2: I mean, this is my first time taking a job here. Uh, I could uh, yeah, yeah, I can help you out. I, 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 need to, I need to break in here.
1: My wife, she is always telling me, Jade, you need to get out of the house. Please, please get out of the house. You know, because I am <laughs> retired. So I guess I should do this rather than and her again.
3: Perfect. Well, let me just go grab the job description real quick. I haven't actually read it yet, but I'm sure it'll be great. And so she'll skip on over, back to the corkboard, take it off, still not reading it, and then just goes back to Lorzo and Jade and starts reading it. What does it say?
0: All right. So the job description reads, Needed. Adventurers to investigate a suspicious warehouse just outside of the city. Please meet one Paragati at the Juniperi Inn at two in the afternoon. He will provide more details for the job.
2: Anybody know if Paragati is a name or a title?
1: That is a good question. Ernie? No
3: idea. I thought maybe it was just a local thing.
0: Oh, right. Well, if none of you know who Paragati is at the moment, that's totally fine. Now, it is about one in the afternoon... And the Juniperi Inn is only about two blocks away, so a 15-minute walk. Do you want to get there early? Do you want to spend a little time gathering your uh, personal effects?
2: I'm I'm, I'm, a giant tortoise here. I carry all my effects.
3: Hmm. Well, I'm pretty uh, stocked up, too. I don't really have too much to bring, but I've got it all on me. I somewhat resemble a pincushion with six or something
1: javelins sticking out of... I'm not sure how it's all connected. (laughs) Gambison, sword, chainmail, shield, javelins. This is why I weigh so much.
0: (laughs) Anime protagonist logic. (laughs) If it fits, it fits.
3: (laughs) Wow, you both are really strong. I can't even imagine carrying everything you two
2: do. Uh, It's it's my whole house, so that's...
3: You get to carry around your house with you?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, you see the ropes, they carry all the other stuff. Like, got nets all over me.
1: Wow. How do you clean the back part? You know, with the arms, you can stretch. Uh, I'm just curious.
2: No, well, see, what I do is I swim down into a bottle of water, and then I find a log on the bottom, and I rub against that.
3: <laughs> so clever.
2: Could be a rock, too. Yeah, well. <laughs>
3: Wait, but then wouldn't some of the, I don't know, the river muck or whatever it is, then get under your shell too?
2: I can't see back there.
3: <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Well, then it seems that we are all ready to go.
1: We do not need, uh, you know, packing time. We would get there at 1.15 if we left now. That would leave us 45 minutes. Uh, or do you want the beer? I don't know.
3: Mm, I think I could go for a drink real quick. And then we all get drunk. (laughs) (laughs) But it's day drunk, so it's okay.
0: The start of every great adventure. I actually think Lozo's drink of choice is a fermented apple.
3: Ooh, me too. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, are, are you talking about like just the apple that's been fermented, or like cider?
2: Yeah, like how horses will eat fermented apples and get drunk off of them. Like I think that's how Lozo oh. gets drunk. <laughs> can you do that? Yeah, can
3: like
1: if
2: they like sit on the ground long enough, they'll ferment.
1: Huh. Now would we oh, get sick wow. from that? Or like, yes. okay,
2: <laughs> I, I think violently.
3: <laughs> <Darn>. So, <laughs> yeah, that's super interesting. Rooney will definitely just like stare at you as you eat it, just <laughs> observing. <laughs> Fascinating.
2: No, it's delicious. I don't think you guys could probably handle it, but the the old the old turtle belly can handle a lot.
3: Mm.
1: I thankfully my wife she packed me a little bit of something you know, and I take
3: out an entire wine bottle. <laughs> wow, your wife really did want you out of the house. <laughs> But in the nicest way.
0: <laughs> so now that we're engaging in Fire Breathing Kitten's second oldest tradition, alcohol imbibement and, <laughs> and we are ready to make our merry way over to the Juniberry Inn. So, arriving at the inn, you find a modest but you know, pretty on the eyes structure, about two stories tall. It kinda has this old rustic cottage. Appearance to it is something like out of a and b uh, in a comfy Victorian town. You smell wonderful pastries, not baked by your wife, unfortunately. So unfortunately, you cannot enjoy them. You too can, though.
3: Is that There's, like, are there like pastries in the front or it's just like coming from the inside? It, of the it's inn? just a
0: smell wafting in. Mm. Uh, looking in from the outside, you can see a few folks playing uh, some board games, you know, chess cribbage, things like that. This looks like it's kind of, you know, just a local, not necessarily old folks, but, you know, a small time hangout, a place to unwind and relax.
2: This place seems pretty, uh, pretty nice, pretty chill.
3: Yeah, I wonder if we could decorate the fire-breathing kitten's hall kind of like this. Or at least get the same pastry smell. That smells so good. Oh, does it
1: not? Eh, hey, I went to high school with that person. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, wait, canonically, oh, I did wait, not go did. to high school in, uh, in Nicanway, <laughs> so never mind. <laughs>
3: uh. hmm. Well, I guess we could always ask around to see who or what a Paragati is.
1: Yes, let's do it secretly. We shall write the name Parigotti on paper and leave it on a table and walk away and see who answers. <laughs> I write the word Paragotti on a piece of paper and I put it on a table underneath the Scrabble tile.
2: <laughs> Meanwhile, Lozo has walked over to who they believe is like the the hostess or whoever is like seating people. It was like, hey. hey. Have you seen a paragatti around here? I don't actually know what it is, but I'm looking for a paragatti.
0: Now you wouldn't happen to mean a parashki, would you? It's sort of like a poloshki, but it's different. We use pears.
2: Mm, I, I don't know if that, I don't think that's what I meant, but I'm interested.
0: <laughs> well, you could have a baker's dozen for a gold. Otherwise, they're a silver apiece. Yeah, you know what? I'll I'll take the baker's dozen. Wonderful. And she hands you a tray of 13. You know, they're small, but they look like they pack a lot of delicious flavor in there. Hey, y'all, I got some pastries here.
3: <laughs> Ooh, what are they?
2: This, they're made out of pears.
3: Hmm. were they green pears?
0: Uh, Loza takes a bite out of one. Are they green pears? <laughs> it, would, would Loza know the difference between a green pear and a non-green pear after it's cooked? Probably not. He probably, they
2: probably mostly eat um, raw. <laughs> no idea. It, it is a pear. De- definitely in the pear family. No idea what kind. Mm.
3: Well, I guess I'll take my chances and I'll go ahead and take a bite. Is it
0: delicious? It is delicious, but it is green. Does anything happen?
3: No. She's just very happy. She can taste the tartness in it compared to if it's like a red-ripe pear. And it's just a little bit crunchier. And so she's just very secretly pleased. Ernie, was there a piece of paper inside, perhaps with instructions
1: for to meet up with the I know with my watcher's eye, you know I have been a down girl for many years before I retired. This this looks like a den of criminal activity. <laughs> <gasps> what? Are you sure, Jade? I did not use the ability. But yes, I am sure.
0: <laughs> as soon as you say that, you notice out of the corner of your eye a very, very colorfully plumed avian come in. Um, Jade, considering your past, go ahead and roll either history or investigation. Your pick.
1: That's a 19 on the dice for history. Plus zero.
0: Well then, uh, you certainly do recognize this individual, though their name seemed to be different every time their wanted poster was up, and you never remember any charge sticking. They were slapped with stuff for racketeering, theft, larceny, forgery, never anything violent, but definitely a lot of white-collar crime that, you know, if all the charges were brought forward and stuck... This individual would be facing of many, many lifetimes in jail. But, legally speaking, they're clean.
1: Lozo, Rooney, look over there. I arrested that person one time for the charge of Usoyi. Oh, Quick, we should tell them i And I sit down next to an old woman.
3: <laughs> uh, Rooney will turn to Lozo and say, I can't believe this is a den of criminals. Jade was right. And she's going to go and just duck under a table. <laughs> I don't know if I need to roll for stealth, but she tries.
0: Go ahead and roll for stealth if you if you really want to go for being sneaky.
3: <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Um, that's a six. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what, what's Lozo doing here?
1: Other than face palming. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Lozo's been
2: around so I think Lozo and Lozo can't hide they're a giant tortoise <laughs> so I honestly think they're, they they just turn around with a real but look on their face and are just kind of trying to figure out what they're talking about and so they're just standing there <laughs>
1: There's a dust cloud where you're two friends have, yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I'm just imagining now, in like this one like regular place, we've got a giant anthropomorphic tortoise and then a very colorful avian person,
0: <laughs> well, Rooney, with that six, it wasn't a table you dove under, it was actually the um bus boy cart. <laughs> <laughs> But you did dive in so nimbly, you didn't cause any dishes to clatter or break. Uh, But the busboy is very confused. And Jade, the little old woman, playing her game of cribbage. Oh, hello there, dearie. Uh, wait a second, you're not my granddaughter. Can I help you? Oh,
1: no, I am uh, part of the hospitality office. Uh, Are you having a good time today? Well, yes, yes. What is your favorite part of this place so far, would you say? And I'm, like, looking out of the corner of my eye at the parrot person, the very colorful avian. Oh, well, they, they steep the tea just the way I like it. And my granddaughter is so fond of the sweets here. You know, a tea must not be underappreciated. What is it about this? And I'm, like, asking her for tea directions, and I would like to, uh, I'd like to you see what look the person's
0: But keep an eye on this individual.
1: Yeah. What are they doing?
0: Okay. All right. So the individual uh, just doesn't really care if anybody sees him. They are just treating this like a normal day at the cafe. They stroll on over to the front, place a small order for a baker's dozen assortment, marches over to the corner booth. That looks like it could comfortably seat up to five or six folks. And then places a little placard saying looking for kittens.
1: It is in this moment that Rooney's busboy starts to rumble her away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hi, I- I- excuse me, ma'am. Ma'am, can you please get out of the cart?
3: Shh. I'm on a secret mission. Just just okay, stay right cool. there.
0: Uh, oh, no, yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah. So, did that person who just walked in, did they do anything suspicious?
0: No. But I did see someone dive into my busboy cart full of dishes. And they are keeping me from going back to the employees only area. You should probably look into that.
3: They know where I am. And she'll go and try and make another like dramatic dive out of the bus boy cart. But she'll like use her mage hand to like lift the flap and kind of send a couple dishes flying as a diversion. And then eventually just, like, roll over back to Lozo and kind of hide behind their shelf.
0: What is Lozo doing during all of this? Lozo's munching on those pair of things they bought. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't intend for this character to like eating so much, but that's where we are now.
0: <laughs> Nothing wrong with a character having their vices. <laughs> Especially if it involves delicious pastries
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. and coffees.
2: I do think they've clocked that they put this uh, sign out. They're just like, "Hey, I, I, I found our contact. It's right there." And they're just pointing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but Lozo, what if it's? What if that's what they want you to think?
2: Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what they want us to think. There's a sign.
3: Hmm. Well, I guess signs are never wrong.
2: Uh, that's what I always say.
3: Ooh. Well, I guess we should go talk to him.
2: Yeah, I mean it's another, it's another animal person, so I assume they're on the up and up.
1: Was well, the last time I saw that Chatterbox, I was arresting them, so it's probably best if you go without me. Also, how did you brew that tea?
0: <laughs> well, I I don't know how they brewed it, dear. I I only purchased it, and I it's wonderful. You'll you'll have to ask them, though. I'm not sure if they want to share proprietary information like that.
1: Yeah, that'll keep him busy for a while. I'll discuss stuff with her. You guys have fun.
3: (laughs) Sounds good. Hey, I guess we'll go over. You lead the way.
2: Lozo heads over to the uh, the booth. Like, shuffling between people, trying to, like, knock knock people's (laughs) tables.
3: Rooney's, like, clinging to the nets on the back of his (laughs) shell.
0: So as you get closer, you see that This avian has not taken a bite out of any of the pastries and just seems to be playing a game of solitaire with a deck he brought on his own. Uh, just sipping on a glass of water. Doesn't seem to be acknowledging you to approaching. Are there any obvious moves in the solitaire game? Considering the DM doesn't know how to play solitaire? Mm. Yes.
2: (laughs) Uh... Yeah, so Lozo is keyed in on the game, and it's just like, oh, you you can move that ace. Don't forget about that other oh, last row.
0: Oh, hey, yeah, thanks. Uh, listen, um, I'm I'm expecting a few folks, uh, so I'm I'm always down to, you know, meet someone new and you know potentially uh, new clients. But uh, unless you're on business today, I'm I'm afraid that. I'm, I'm I'm looking for some kittens.
2: Hey, hey, buddy, check check out what I got carved in the shell over here. It's shows them the tattoo that they have
0: on the shell. Or the is is Rooney revealed as well in the turnaround?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Probably, and she's just clinging there and goes. Rawr.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, the cat paws did it. <laughs>
0: That's my associate. where is rooney's tattoo
3: uh it's on the back of her left hand so like if she's like like this and being revealed you can see it right there
0: Uh, uh, okay so she if she's like uh net climbing lozo no no hiding it exactly oh i see i see all right all right okay now i i uh i didn't expect only two to show up usually uh Newselik has you folks working in trios. We, we, we got a third that we're uh, we're meeting on the way. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Well, uh, take a seat. Help yourself to some pastries. Uh, oh, I see you have some uh, piroshkis there. Yeah, you, you want want to trade some? You got you got an assortment. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean I got these to share anyways. But yeah, I'll, I'll take a piroshki.
2: No, oh, thank you. Uh, I, I, if you don't mind, I'll stand. They don't really fit in your chairs. That's that that is fair. I, I, I think we could
0: use you as the table.
2: Uh, many times, many times. And a pinch I'd make a great
0: table. <laughs> if I ever need one, I know who to call now. Yeah,
2: the uh carpenter down the down the road, right?
0: No. He just he just shakes his head a little at the uh o- obvious joke he was trying to make, trying to break the ice with some potential new clients and just like, okay, gotta gotta be straight and narrow with this folk. Okay. all right all right so here's the job i am representing a concerned citizen there is some fishy business going on down at warehouse 15 at the thermali docks now on paper it's an up and up shipping business and also they uh also have recently started manufacturing ships of their own to expand their industries but my client has it on very good authority that they're also smuggling some powder, weird powder, mm. and they don't uh, know
3: what kind.
0: No, no, he's not the most familiar with it, but hmm. yeah, he uh has tried bringing it to the city guard attention, but as it's outside of Nicomoy proper, it's outside of their jurisdiction. So, being the concerned citizen that he is, he's asked it me to find capable folks to. Clean up this operation, and get this, these dirty goods off the streets. He doesn't want to risk it ruining any families or children or anything like that. Mm-mm.
2: No, no. When you say fishy, fish involved here, are we? We, we talking about like a, a fishery operation? Is that what
0: this happened? Well, considering Warehouse 15 is literally at the end of the peninsula. You know, I'm sure you'll see some fish, but when I say fishy, I mean underhanded. I mean suspicious. I mean strange and unsettling. Something ain't right there. Do, do we have any information
2: on who might be uh
0: who might be running this operation? Well, I mean, on paper, the entire thing is run by Uh Orca Shipping LLC. It sounds like uh you don't think that is correct. I mean i I only know what I'm told and what I see mm. uh those Vendel brothers when they uh won that contest a few months back, it uh opened a lot of business ventures for them and uh I mean who knows maybe somebody came in and is using it to you know distribute their own business ventures, or maybe the Vendel brothers uh are getting a little dirty with greed. who knows I'm only the middleman.
3: And what are you getting out of this?
0: Find his fee? Hmm.
3: I would like to do an insight check on that.
0: Oh, Go for it.
3: Oh, man. That's only a seven.
0: I mean, he seems like the kind of guy who he was given a job. He's going to get paid to do that job. And the job was finding capable folks to, you know, look into this suspicious venture. Jade, what have you been doing this whole time?
1: Oh, you know, my children, when they have grandbabies, I'm going to buy some little dresses.
0: (laughs) Oh, you'll you'll be such a loving and caring great-grandma. Yes. Oh, and there's my granddaughter now. Hello. Yes, dearie, this is my new friend. Uh, I actually don't think you've shared your name with me. Jade, I am Jade. Yes, this is Jade. She was playing for you here in the in the cribbage match we have going. You were gone for so long. You remind
1: me of my daughter. All you know, she's just about to graduate college. She's in the agricultural arm. And my son, Sasha, is in the divinity arm. Oh, they're going to be so well-educated. Your grandmother was telling me about you all. And we're going to not listen to her schooling and go back to my friends. What are you guys up to?
3: Hmm.
2: So, uh, how much is this job paying?
0: Well, uh... I'm willing to offer 15K. You really want this job done. Uh, He is a very, very concerned citizen. Extremely. And and who knows, maybe he's just being paranoid. I don't know.
3: Well, I don't really see the harm in at least going to take a look. Right, Lozo?
2: No, taking a look's never hurt anything. and You know, unless you get caught.
3: Yeah, we won't get caught. We'll be fine.
0: In my professional experience, looking is completely legal and fine. What you do after looking, uh, that depends on who's around and who's looking at you. Now, uh, this is all about this powder, so what is,
2: uh, what exactly does this powder do? Like, why, 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 why are we so concerned?
0: Well, uh, okay, you didn't hear this from me, but this stuff seems to be making its rounds Everywhere, not just here in Nicomoy, but it, like, my employer is seeing it pop up in all the population centers, every every big city between Jessup and here in every direction hitherto, and it it seems weird. It cleans up easy, but then there's always a spike in undead cases, and he's one of those folks who doesn't believe in uh you know, chances. Man. So he he's not sure if this is this crap is causing kids to OD and then you know in the process they they come back you know to trying to nom on grandma or you know if mm. some necromancer's getting his jollies off you know trying to raise a new legion of the dead but he's worried and and he thinks this might be one of the places where it's coming from
2: so oh. so so your employer thinks that this is a uh, a, a node so to speak in this distribution of this powder
0: yeah yeah gotcha well, you know the Vendel the brothers came in and you know the, their whole thing was you know efficient shipping you know making great fast ships that can carry a lot of cargo and the next thing you know this stuff's popping up everywhere that is very suspicious that's what he thinks listen if nothing seems you know out of place If he's just being a little paranoid, you you know, show up, you do the job, you don't find anything, great. But, if you start finding this powder there in that warehouse, if you, uh, you know, start finding some stuff that makes it seem like the Vendel brothers might be trying to hide something, you know, do a little digging. See what you can find. I, I think you and I both know that
2: everybody's hiding something. Ain't that the truth.
3: Well, this seems straightforward for as much information as we can have. What do you say, Lozo? You think we and our associates should take this on?
2: Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't I don't think taking a gander is gonna gonna hurt much. Let's
0: go take a look.
3: Exactly what I was thinking. Just to be clear, you are Paragotti, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. You you can okay. call me
2: Paragatti. Hmm. No, is that a name or what, ya? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh no, no, it's it, it's it's what my friends call me. So we're friends. I mean, aren't we? Come on, we broke bread at this table. You shared piroshkis with me. I shared delicious pastries with you. We're practically family now. Look, these are delicious. Right. That's that's right. That's right. Yeah, enjoy your pastry. <laughs>
2: the kittens are on it we'll go we'll go we'll, we'll take a look
0: and all right well uh when you finish the job it, whether you find nothing or whether you find something you know here he slides a a scroll across to uh you Rooney because of the two of you you're the one who's more clearly the arcane talented <laughs> Fair you know enough. just uh just unfurl this you know use the command word that you'll find on the interior and uh I'll get the heads up and we can meet right. back here about a day later then.
3: You'll hear from us. Don't G- you worry.
0: Great, great. Now, if you don't mind, I need to finish this game. Good luck. And with that, he takes down the little placard and just focuses on playing his game and starts nibbling on any pastries that were left if there were any survivors. <laughs> uh of left left some for him like they're not a monster.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Rooney was definitely tempted, but remembering that this man is a criminal, she abstained. But Sheila, uh, you know, kind of tap on on your Loza and say, "All right, let's go and meet our associate."
2: Yeah, so Loza's gonna head out and like make eye contact with Jade, but keep walking past them so they can leave on their own and catch up. So just they don't we don't get clocked meeting with a officer that arrested the person we're working for
0: and and you see jade that's why they're so excited to double major in both archaeology and arithmetic it seems like unrelated majors but it's actually a very valuable specialization where are you going dearie Oh, that is
1: such a value You know there are some ruins outside of town and uh, I was yelling a stroll at the barrel one time that if you do the proper mathematics at the ruins you'll be teleported onto a spaceship. Uh, let me go ask them what was the name of those ruins again. And then I'm, oh. I'm gonna leave. <laughs> and it's Paw and Order. UFO is the name of that episode. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, do you three meet up just outside? Do you try and duck into an alley on the same block? I was just going to say that Logo, Lozo
2: like does exactly that. Like finds an alley, slips in, and is just kind of out of the out of the main thoroughfare, but like can be spotted.
3: And then, just for extra good measure, Rooney will turn and point in Jade's direction, and then just send a message saying, "We were really sneaky. Come meet us in the alley." I smoothly receive the message, because I'm sure this is, reminded
1: me of my old town guard days, and I walk into the alley.
0: Um, Jade, were you trying to be sneaky when you left uh, the inn? Were you trying to be sneaky at all?
1: No, I just stood up and left. Um, Me and sneaking's not going to work out. Yum, yum.
0: <laughs> Go ahead and make a perception check real fast.
1: 19. That's not bad.
0: Okay. You see out of the corner of your eye, uh Perigotti looks up and sees you and just gives a little what's up. He he recognized you.
1: I put two fingers to my eyes and I put the two fingers at in his direction, watching you.
0: Hey, he just gives a friendly wave hello, like just the the smuggest little I know. I know you know that I did some stuff, but I walked. You got nothing. You have a great day now. <laughs>
3: All right, Jade. So here's the breakdown. And Lozo, fill me in on the stuff I miss. Because this is a team effort. Okay, so we got to go to the docks because they're smuggling some weird powder, which if we can get a little bit of that for me to study, that'd be fantastic. But uh, it apparently is getting shipped everywhere. And whenever it gets shipped, there are cases of undead popping up which is kind of crazy because normally you don't want that. And so it's been shipped by the Vandell brothers and searching my very bad notes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and we don't entirely know if they're involved knowingly or unknowingly, but apparently they won a contest a few months ago and might've been corrupted by their greed and success. But first things first, Going to the docks and then trying to see if we can catch them in the act, but only watching, because that's legal.
1: You mentioned that they expanded their business recently. Their small company is now doing large international business. I I doubt that they are paying their proper taxes and all of the import and export tariffs. They probably don't know what that tariff is. Surely they are due for an inspection.
3: Hmm. Are you suggesting we pose as town guard, inspecting them to see if they've paid their taxes? And if not, then expect, inspecting their goods so that we can put on the proper tariffs for them.
1: Yes, they need help categorizing the items into the right categories. You know, they all mm-hmm. have different percentage rates. We would just be helpful if we would were to do that. You know, Lozo, I have a friend in the town guard was a uniform your size, it might fit you.
2: Uh, I, I assume it's just a hat. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tend to go, I, I go simple.
1: Oh, okay, I think it's that too. And um, I, I do have contacts in the town guard because I used to be one of them. So I think, I think it's time to visit Cyrus Miller,
0: All my former right. partner,
1: whose life I saved.
0: Well, uh, he certainly owes you a favor or two for that.
1: Yeah, we saved my life, too. Raven. But he's my old partner. He is a 45-year-old human, but during the full moon, he is a were-polar bear. Polar bear. He's 5'11", 240 pounds, with orange hair and super dark tan skin from being outside all day, like when Ginger is eventually tan. Yeah, he's a were-bear. And he's a little flamboyant.
0: Okay. So is he still on the force, or is he retired like you?
1: Yeah, no. He you know, I took him in when I was the older cop and he was the younger cop to train him.
0: Okay. Okay. So, this you is know why what he needed his life he, uh... saved?
1: He was just fumbling, <laughs> Huh. Oh, you're, the, Cyrus.
2: you're the Danny Glover to his Mel Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: Jade is getting too old for this hit. <laughs> But since you two are still uh, in contact with one another and on good terms, you know what precinct he uh, calls home now. It's about 30 minutes away, but it is still on the way to uh, the peninsula, just outside of town. All right. So you make your way down to the precinct. Do you know which precinct that is off the top of your head?
1: 7,062.
0: (laughs) Holy crap. (laughs) 7062! All right.
3: Wow, there's so many precincts around here. Why is that, Jade? Are there just so many people who want to be pa- part of the town guard and enforcing law within Nicomoy? Oh, no, it is a, a grid system,
1: you know. Uh, this is a topology. So uh-huh. it's a yeah, names for the location. And, of course, you, you know, when you have a, a town the size of Nicomoy, you end up with a very many precincts. Hmm.
3: Well, I have to say, I've traveled quite a lot before coming to Nicomoy, but this is the first city I've seen to have a grid system like this. Pretty genius, really. Well, if you
1: let the politicians make the maps, you, they draw them in all these weird shapes, you know? So the grid is the most uh, unbiased and ethical system. And here we are. We are at the front door.
0: <laughs> so do you just march on in or uh, yeah, definitely. do you give a knock? Just, do you? No. Okay.
1: Yeah. And then I guess if Cyrus is inside, I'm like, Cyrus. Why did I pick that name? (laughs) Cyrus. (laughs) Miller. (laughs) Yeah, I just always call him by his last name. Miller. Oh, gosh. What is wrong with this name? (laughs) Shouldn't do this to myself.
0: (laughs) Oh, Jade. Oh, it's been too long. Hey, guys, look, Jane's back. Hey, hey you're getting sick of retirement? You going to come on and join me on a sting? Come on. It's like the old <laughs> days. Come on.
1: Uh, well, also, a sting with you sounds quite interesting, and I'm shaking my my hand in front of my face like it's just a, a fart city for 10 hours. You know, I do love those uh, the good old days. Where will I find nausea if not with you in the car for 12 hours? But uh, no, these are my new fire raising friends. I thought I'd introduce them to you. This is Rooney. Hi, and this is Lozo. Hey, how you doing? Would not he look great in a a time-card act?
0: He goes up to you guys, really enthusiastically shakes. Great to meet you guys. Yeah, any friend of Jade's is a friend of mine. Yeah, so the freelance thing's working out for you, huh?
1: Well, oh, yes, we've been paid to inspect a warehouse for you because we are concerned that since they have expanded their business, they are not paying the proper taxes. So I figured, you know, whoever's doing the run to the Orca shipping LLC in, you guys probably told me this information, right? Warehouse 15 mm-hmm. at the thermally <laughs> docks? Thermali docks? Yes. Has anyone done the own inspection for you yet?
0: Well, I, I don't know. I I can't say that I really know off the top of my head. Thermalized a little outside of town, so it might be outside of our jurisdiction.
1: Darn it. He did say that. Fair <laughs> totally mm. said that. Why are we down I cards? did forget about that. <laughs> <laughs> Came up with this plan.
0: Okay. <laughs> abort. Abort. But you said you wanted a hat for your friend? <laughs> it, now, they aren't going to be impersonating an officer, are they? That sounds like it'd be illegal.
1: You know me. I never like the law. Now, I can, uh, by apps, we could do a small favor for you. We can do a sale this. We can return the act when we are done.
0: He looks around and, uh, just to make sure no one's listening in. All right. Listen, Jade. I, the, the big reason I want you back on the stings is I really, really miss Alice's cooking. Okay. <laughs> Look, you, you always let me borrow a little, and the takeout is just. It's killing me, man. My heart can only take so much MSG insult) <laughs> So promise me, because I know you're good for it. I'd promise me you'll bring me like oh, oh, enough to last me a week. <laughs> and'll I'll let you borrow it.
1: Uh you know, Alex she misses you too. You have to come over, Ale can furnish us a game night. Last month has been too long.
0: Yeah, yeah, I do, I do have to teach Sasha how to, you know, lose with grace.
1: He got so angry, I thought he was going to flip the board.
0: He did when you walked away. We just set it up again.
3: <laughs> oh, no. Aw, that's cute. Yeah. Well, of course, we won't be impersonating an officer, because, like you said, that's illegal. But uh, don't they at least take patrols around the peninsula? If not, then who does?
0: If an emergency occurs, you know, the Malai is in our area, but it'd have to be something pretty major. I mean, the folks out there decided to live outside of town or set up their businesses outside of town because of the reduced taxes. Reduced taxes means you don't have as many public services available, which means you don't get as much, you know, publicly funded services. Like town guards. So, mm. y- yeah, like if there was a tsunami or a monster attack or something, we'd head out there. But, you know, we could only get it out there so fast.
1: It would be important for someone to time for you how long it might take for you to get there, right?
0: Yeah, you know, you raise a good point, Jade. You raise a good point. We, it has been a while since we've done the emergency response timing run. <laughs>
3: Well, we can happily do that for you in exchange for the temporary use of a hat.
0: I mean, it's too big for me anyway. Let's see how it looks on you, big guy. It's at a weird
2: angle because of the way their head is shaped. But it looks good. Jaunty.
0: Now, uh, what about you? Rooney, was
3: it? Yeah. I mean, I just love the way... The uniforms look and actually I do my own embroidery and sewing. So if I could get a sample of it that would fit me so that I can make, you know, something inspired by it later, that'd be really great.
0: Well, I'm pretty sure Jade still has her own, uh, her old uniform.
3: Oh, I, no, I could You still have the old
0: dress uniform, don't you? For, uh, you know, outings and events.
3: Of
1: course. I take it out of my bag. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. No. You can whip one up fast enough for the job you guys got.
3: Hmm. Yeah. I mean, that one will fit Jade. I don't know if it'll fit me.
0: All right, all right. Let me see here. Uh he he goes into his uh office real fast. You hear some rummaging around, cluttering and clattering. And finally he comes out with this uh shiny little medallion. All right. Well, This is technically not illegal, as this is literally just a toy that we hand out to kids during parades, (laughs) but you're an adult, so if you say you're a god with this, maybe they'll believe you.
3: You know what? I'll take it.
0: I mean, it's quality stuff. This is real metal. It, It just, you know, doesn't have the, you know, officer ID number or anything like that, you know, but... You know, if someone doesn't look too closely, eh, wham, bam, there's your badge.
3: Hmm. And she'll just kind of hold it in her in the palm of her hand for a little bit. And she'll say, okay, Lozo Jade, if I do this, hands where I can see them. And she, like, puts the medallion up really fast and then puts it back in her pocket. Was that convincing? I hold my hands up like I'm under arrest.
2: Oh. I see that thing. I'm not asking any questions.
3: Perfect. Thank you, Cyrus. This will do.
0: All right. Uh, now now remember, guys, uh, I need the hat back, but you can keep the badge.
3: Ah, <gasps> yay.
0: <laughs> Thank you.
3: We'll be back with those times. Well, the emergency times. Faster than you can say, flip a flop wiggle wagon. <laughs> Let's go. And we go.
1: Right,
0: the times. Wink. Now, uh, now, now Jade, don't forget. A week's worth of Alice's cooking.
1: Of course. You can pick it up in my house at the next gate night. We must play board games.
0: <laughs> All right. Now that you have your disguises in place, do you guys want to head down to uh, the Malai? Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Well, continuing outside of Nicomoy, you pass the uh, city wall and the main gate. You know, that towering structure that helps separate the city from the wilds beyond, and whatever dangers may lurk there. And it takes about an hour and change to get outside at a leisurely pace. Or were you trying to see how fast you can get there if there was actually an emergency?
1: Isn't a leisurely pace the best baseline for your emergency pace? You wouldn't want to get uh, faster than you could
3: on the day of. That's true. It's better to be... liberal? Conservative? Conservative? With these predictions.
0: All right. Well, you have your control now. And getting out to them a lot, you see that, you know, there are indeed many sizable warehouses. But down at the end of the peninsula that's making up this district is one that leaves the others to shame in its size. You know, even from a fair distance away, you can uh, see that the building before you dominates your line of sight. While you can hear the crashing waves of the ocean, you cannot see the water beyond the warehouse that well. It's so massive. In stylized bold letters emblazoned over the main entrance, you can see the name of the new owners. Orca Shipping, LLC. From the exterior, it seems like the offices must be two stories for this warehouse. How far back it goes is difficult to tell, though. There's a large double door leading into the offices.
3: Are there windows here Uh at... Any particular height?
0: Oh, yes. On the first and the second floor. On the first floor, you know, I I assume you guys are like, what, 40, 50 feet back?
3: Yeah, probably.
0: Okay. Yeah, you can see folks working in, you know, office cubicles. It seems like departments are separated based on whether they're left or right of the main entrance. Second floor, you can't see in quite as well because, you know, it's the upper floor. But the cubicles do look more spacious so it's safe to say that it's the more prestigious office positions and then on the right side you notice those windows seem to be not office cubicles but full on offices on the second floor so that's probably where you know anybody with actual pull within the company sets up shop
2: I say it was was started on the warehouse floor See if I can find any of this powder.
3: So I do have this spell that I know. And I probably shouldn't do it like out in the open. But I can basically summon an eye that will see for me. As long as we can get it into the building, I'll see what's in there. I can't manipulate anything. But if we want to be a little less obvious about it, we can at least take a peek in. I need at least one inch. For it to get through into the building, but then we're good. Ah, and the perfect thing, I take
1: out my rations, which are wrapped for me in like a cute beeswax cloth for my wife. And there's another wine bottle. Look at that! I open up the beeswax wrapping and I say, "Yeah, snug it in,
3: yeah." And I
1: make a little cave for the what is it? It's like an eyeball.
3: Uh. Yeah, basically. So, like, the spell I uh, am thinking of using is arcane eye. So it is an invisible magical eye that hovers in the air for one hour. So if, like, we sneak it into the bottle and then get the bottle into the warehouse, as long as it's open, it can go back out. And I'll be able to manipulate it and move it around places and then see what it sees.
1: Okay. DM, what's the most common name of a person?
0: For a man or a woman? Don't matter. Okay. Terry.
1: Terry. Both. I love it. All right. So I write for Terry on the lunch, and I (laughs) walk up to the (laughs) front door with your arcane eye flitting around me, right? Yes. And I knock on the door.
3: Uh, Rooney's probably going to be, I guess, like around the corner, just somewhere where she can't be seen, and is just looking at things from the eye perspective.
0: Well, this is kind of a business park area, so there's uh, a bench relatively close by that uh, public transport and transit would use, well, encourage folks to use while they wait for their carriage.
3: Perfect. So I will just take a seat there, look nonchalant and like I definitely belong there, and then just focus on the images that the eye is sending me and and moving it around once it gets inside.
0: Okay. And uh, what's Lozo doing? Well,
2: Lozo's going to go over to the bench and uh, they're just going to hang out there and kind of keep an eye on things, knowing that they're looking through the eye and
0: maybe not paying attention to what's around them. And Jade is playing the part of uh, (laughs) Winogram.
1: Who doesn't love a winogram? <laughs> so, <laughs> knock knock.
0: All right, um, you you knock on the door and nothing really happens. Do you want to test the door?
1: No, I wait.
0: All right. Uh, a few minutes pass and nothing happens.
1: Knock knock. Weinagram.
0: Uh, on the second knock and you shouting that, um. You hear a little bit of uh, shuffling from behind the door, and it opens. And before you stands, a petite dwarf man... Well, uh, Oh, hello there. Um, can I help you? Uh, you know the door's unlocked, right?
1: Oh, yes, but we are instructed not to enter. For all safety reasons, please sign here in case of delivery. Uh, My demeanor is bored.
0: What is this? We... You want the post?
1: No, this is a winogram. Sign yeah? And it doesn't matter because the doors open the eyes in.
3: Exactly. I, so it's already winding its way through.
0: Scribble, scribble, scribble. The heck is a winogram?
3: Enjoy. Bye-bye. I walk
1: away, leaving them with the <laughs> bottle of wine and my lunch.
0: What the heck? The corks popped on this. This isn't sealed. What sort of... Shoddy operation is this? I can't drink this. And Who the heck is Terry?
1: Enjoy. Yes, yes, it's so good. I would tell my boss. Bye bye. I'm like at a distance, pretending I can't hear. I just keep walking.
0: <laughs> All right, the eyeball is in the building. Yes. This thing's invisible, right?
3: Yes, it is.
0: <laughs> okay.
3: Thank goodness. I'm a little
0: familiar with this spell. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm uh, pretty sure something like Detect Magic would be able to pick it up, but unless you have a reason to do that, you can't sense it.
0: Okay. So, I guess I will just uh, describe it, and then you can tell me where you want to go from there, and we'll go from there. Sounds good. So, Mm. there is a large lobby with a very confused dwarf. It looks like uh, between the seats... Around here in the large desk, this is just meant to be the area that, you know, new applicants or, you know, representatives from other businesses who might be seeking to invest or, you know, do business with Orca shipping would be received and then wait for their appointments. There's a door to the left and a door to the right. There is also an elevator to the left and a staircase to the right. The staircase is behind a door.
3: Hmm. So the offices were on the right-hand side of the building, right?
0: Which ones?
3: Mm, like the big, this is like, not cubicles, but like offices, offices.
0: Uh, big, big cheese offices. Okay. Mm-hmm. Big cheese offices from the exterior, second floor, right side.
3: Okay. So they're probably not... If that's on the right side, then the warehouses are probably more likely to be on the left. So we'll go to the left first and squeeze under the door and see if there's like the warehouse floor behind that.
0: So squeezing underneath the door, you find yourself in an area that seems to be like the floor. Can this eye just see? Can it hear?
3: Mm -hmm. It has normal vision and dark vision out to 30 feet and it can look in every direction. Uh it does not, however, have any other senses.
0: Okay. So flying around, you know, taking a look at some documents that folks have out and uh looking at their general dress, if you had to guess this is probably like the floor management team. Like you see some folks in semi-casual apparel, some folks in semi-professional, so you're seeing like some accounting ledgers, some schedules. You have some folks that are, you know, probably leads. On the floor of various sections because they're actually wearing warehouse uniforms, but they actually are sitting in a cubicle. Uh, You do see some doors on the right side. So the opposite end of the building that the front entrance was on that do not have windows that are marked warehouse. So if you wanted to get on the warehouse floor, you could through those doors, but they are all closed at the moment.
3: Hmm. And there isn't anything like a gap underneath it has to be a pretty big gap.
0: But- I was going to like I was going to say it's not a perfect vacuum seal <laughs> like it you know wouldn't <laughs> stop water but uh n- no that that an inch is a pretty sizable gap.
3: Yeah. Okay. But that
0: is I was going to say if you want to wait a few minutes the door will probably open.
3: Yeah, I was thinking that while I wait for the door to open, I'd also do a general perusal of the documents, especially of recent shipments or uh, recent goods that they got in.
0: Okay. So doing a quick scan as you wait, it looks like there's currently one ship being loaded heading for JISIP, two ships that have been received from Mishui, And on paper, the Mishui ships are, you know, a large shipment of uh, canned fish and then preserved flowers. That seems strange. The one heading for Jishup is, uh, you know, some fine alcohol. And then uh, you also see in the scheduling, there's a lot of folks that seem to be slated for a construction project going on in an area called the Main Canal.
3: Okay. Hmm. Well, my initial instinct is to go check out the two shipments from Micheli. But I think Lozo was right to try and see if we can find any evidence of dust along the warehouse floor. So when the warehouse door open, I'll try and sneak in and then keep my eye really low to the floor. It shouldn't disturb anything or get in anyone's way and just... Rove as much as possible until I see Something that looks like powder
0: Alright so just as You're uh, getting the gist Of that construction project You notice that uh, The door swings open and A very large Half-orc that looks to be in his late 50s uh, Comes in holding this uh, Piece of manufactured Steel like he seems to be trying to get The attention of one of the leads And it gives you time and an opening To Fly the eye through real fast. The interior of this warehouse. Now that you're on the floor proper, is just massive. Uh, let's see.
3: <sighs> mm. Oh, and quick note, DM. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. everything I see, I want to be narrating. Uh, to Lozo and probably Jade too outside, so I don't have to recap later.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I, I assumed you were kind of going for a hushed whisper, like. Mm-hmm. You know, almost like Eleven in Stranger Things, narrating as you're seeing it.
1: Yep. Oh, that is very suspicious. You
3: mentioned a large shipment of fish from Mishui. Yes, but are fish odd from Mishui? I actually don't know where Mishui is, so. Owls from the coast. Oh. Hmm.
2: Landlocked seafood. Nobody likes that.
1: They do have a small waterfall lake there. I used to take Sasha and tell there and their children to swim in it. It's fresh water, so there are no
2: sharks. (laughs) I'm more worried about gators, personally.
1: Ah, the actual swamp is full of them. But no, this is north of there, west of here. I have lived here for many years. More than 20. So I, I... go to the waterfall lake all the time with my children who to swim.
2: <laughs> that sounds lovely.
1: But there are not so many fish in it. It's quite small.
2: Mm. Mm.
3: See, I just thought the preserved flowers were weird, but I'll be sure to check the canned fish box first. Is there anything weird about fine alcohol coming from Jisho?
0: Oh, that one's heading two.
3: Oh, heading two. Well, Is there anything weird about fine alcohol coming from Nicomoy and going out places? Oh, no, we have quite a lot of breweries and distilleries. I can take you to
1: them. It's a wonderful time. Mm. Awesome, awesome distilleries. My favorite the top,
3: top, top of the shelf liquor. Oh, I, oh, uh, I have to keep remembering that I can't be stepped on in this form. Sorry, gotta focus.
0: (laughs) With your attention back on the eye, you find that you are on what is labeled the east side of the warehouse. Flying around a bit, you find scores and scores of machinists and operators working on various uh, pieces of equipment that seem to be making uh, parts to make up a a sailing vessel, perhaps? There's also a lot of raw material that's just waiting to be sent into the machines in question. Do you want to make an investigation check or anything else to...
3: Hmm... Yeah, I think I'll make an investigation check and specifically look to see if there are any, you know, if there are any, like, parts of a hull, specifically to see if there are secret compartments or something like that.
0: Okay, okay.
2: Oh, Liz is right next to her, so it'd be like, hey, hey, see if there's any blueprints around to get a look at those, too.
3: Okay. So I rolled a natural one. (sighs) Ah. I'm going to change my dice. This one's not doing well for me.
0: <laughs> so I think what ended up happen, happening is uh, Lozo like said that with the intention of being as helpful as possible, but it almost broke the concentration of the spell and the eyeball almost got stepped on <laughs> underneath <laughs> a size 15 steel toe industrial boot. <laughs> you didn't see who the boot belonged to, but... Oh. It didn't get stepped on, thankfully.
3: Oh my gosh, that was scary.
0: So, no blueprints and uh, no hidden compartments that you know of.
3: Dang it. Would you like to move on
0: to the next area of the warehouse?
3: Uh, yes, I would. Please. Maybe they'll have less size 15 boots in the other part of the warehouse.
0: Continuing down, you come to a very wide channel in the warehouse... If you had to guess, it's probably about 60 feet wide and filled with water, literally splitting this in half. Looking up, you see catwalks that look like they're designed to span it. And to the left and to the right, at the furthest ends of the warehouse, they are lowered. But then looking down a little bit, you realize, oh, oh, there's a reason why there's only two. There's currently a massive ship in construction here. Uh, I mean, it's only halfway completed, if that but it's, you know, probably 48 feet wide, give or take, and at least 200 feet long with uh, what's currently built. And while the uh, upper decks are certainly a skeleton if you're being generous, it looks like this thing can easily hold five decks worth of cargo, and then there's two two decks above the main deck that are probably meant to be, you know, living quarters for the crew when it's out at sea. Like This thing is a super shipper container ship if you've ever seen one
3: wow i don't know if you guys can even imagine this but this ship is huge i guess Hmm. i don't even know where to start Hmm. so this is primarily just the area with the ships are there any crates or you know actual no no this is
0: i was gonna say um you recall reading about that uh, construction project? Mm-hmm. This is probably that construction project.
3: Right. Hmm. I'll definitely go in and, and take a closer look, but I I don't want to spend too much time on it. It's so big, I'm not entirely sure, but I mm-hmm. guess a I could do another general investigation check or a perception check or something just to see if there's anything... Interesting or different, or okay. if
0: uh, go ahead and go ahead or, and pick was, one and make that roll.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to choose investigation and hopefully I don't roll a one this time. Okay, uh, that's an 18 on investigation.
0: Nice, considerably better than a natural one. So, while the ship is incomplete, so who's to say what the actual finished project will look like? It, it's clear that there's meant to be some areas that would escape the notice of all but the most thorough tariff inspectors you know that you know th- this thing is probably meant to be primarily shipping legal goods but there's definitely more than a few bulkheads that you could slide something in that you don't want someone noticing until you get to port and unload it
3: hmm. you too i think we just found our ultimate means of transport and it's Pretty big. If they're going to be going and shipping this stuff internationally, it's it's going to be a lot of it.
0: Would you like to move on to the final section of the warehouse floor?
3: Uh, yes, please.
0: <laughs> so, as you get to the final section of the warehouse floor, there are five small channels that jut out into the warehouse. It looks to be about 60 feet long and uh, 30 feet wide. You notice that there are three ships currently docked in them. And, uh... It's a strange design. One you haven't seen before. Um, Two look like they're in the process of being unloaded. And one looks almost completely loaded. Judging by, you know, the fact that some workers are carrying stuff onto that one and off the other two.
3: Hmm.
0: Uh, To the left and right on this west side, there are, you know, various stacks and rows of crates.
3: Hmm. Uh I'll go over to the already unloaded crates first and see if there's any labeling on them, since I can't, you know, I can't like smell or touch them or anything.
0: Okay. The ones that are getting unloaded, you're seeing a lot of canned fish, um some stuff saying uh fragile handle with care. Hmm. While you write that down, what is the duration of this spell?
3: uh it is 1 hour up to 1 hour
0: oh okay yeah we've we've used maybe 15 20 minutes
3: yeah i think that this is probably the one that's most important so i'll say to Lozo and jade so i'm seeing a lot of canned goods canned fish coming off of there as well as a couple of things that say fragile and handle with care i can't really you know go over and manipulate anything But I can follow them to see where they're putting it. And then maybe we can figure out a way to go and actually go in and take a look at them later. Sounds good to me. Do you think that I should go and also look at the stuff they're loading? Or do you think it's more important to go and try looking through the offices for documents lying around or something?
2: I think seeing what they got going on on the floor is going to be the key here to see where the goods are.
1: Yes, I do not believe any of their documents are going to match
3: the the actual shipped cargo. All right. So I'm going to go and do uh, on the stuff that they have already loaded onto the one ship and see if there's like any powder lying around.
0: The one that's getting loaded? Yes. Okay. Give me a quick perception check.
3: 18
0: All right. So, nothing seems powdery, but you do notice a uh a middle-aged human with a neat handlebar mustache with green hair uh seeming to be in a heated disagreement, if we want to put it uh gently, with a uh a half elf who is Built like an ox, but carries himself with uh, an air of authority, but you can't make out any words.
3: Hmm. Wow, I've never seen someone rock a handlebar mustache like that before. Hmm.
0: He's also sporting a very stylish hat.
3: Ooh. Lozo, well, so you might like this hat better.
0: What, what does it say?
3: Oh, well, I don't know if the hat says anything, but it's very tall. It looks almost like a pipe. But then the brim is super wide around it.
2: Oh, I'm into that.
3: Hmm. If only I could grab things with this eye.
0: (laughs) That's okay. Well, it certainly grabbed your attention.
3: Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, That's a a groaner foul right there. Uh, Okay. So if there isn't any uh, powder that I see there, I'll... Go over to the stuff that is getting unloaded, and I'll do the same thing and try looking.
0: Okay. Uh, I won't ask for a perception check because you get down to the cargo hold, and there is, you know, it isn't like a glitter bomb went off, but there is all kinds of strange sparkly powder in patches scattered around the boat. You know, almost like uh, some of these boxes had a leak or something. Not not a massive one, but, you know, you throw something in there and it's not perfectly sealed, a little bit comes out. Especially in the unloading process.
2: Hmm.
3: I think, well, I'm almost pretty certain that this is it. I guess Paragati never actually described what the powder looks like, but this seems like it's suspicious. It's on one of the boats being unloaded from Michui, so you are definitely right about that, Jade.
1: Ah. Hmm. hmm. Is it a literally
3: a golden dust? Mm. It is. Yeah, it does. It does. Wait, how do you know that, Jade? Well, you know, I mean,
1: eh? you have some past experiences with the dust that sinks into your skin and becomes one of your
3: bloodstream. <gasps> you remember it. <gasps> what? That's fascinating. What did it feel like? Itchy. Hmm. Interesting. Well, so then this is probably really dangerous, then, right? Unless your goal is to become a mindless undead when you die. Yeah.
1: Oh. But strictly speaking, it is not yet a banned substance. You know, these uh, new technologies are always coming out with these spices so clearly, We cannot number them fast enough to ban them. So technically, it is not illegal. Laws
3: cannot mm. keep up.
2: Designer drugs are a problem. <laughs>
3: Hmm. Well, we've definitely found where the powder is coming from and that it is coming through here. And I guess technically we could report that and be done, but I feel like we should probably do something about this, right? I feel like mysterious powder that I could go and study and get get a sample of, but also destroy it, is probably very important. Well, then let's
1: get you in there. Maybe we can ship you off in the package. <laughs> and You can <laughs> unwrap yourself once you're on board.
2: <laughs> I, I, I I don't hate that. I can I can pull my arms and legs in and put a label on me.
1: You are already idea box.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I put my arms, legs, head
2: in. I'm a package. Just put a label on me. And drop me <laughs> off <out> for shipping. <laughs> <gasps>
3: Wait a second, ooh, I think I have a spell that might actually help with this. So I do have enlarge slash reduce. So whoever's strongest, I could reduce their size and we can put them in a box and get them inside somehow or however we wanna do it, but they would be able to be packaged up and carried regardless.
2: My strength is uh right around sixteen, so.
3: Mm. Oh. 18. I can only.
2: Mm.
3: Oh. Hmm. I can only reduce you up to one minute. <laughs> <laughs> the box explodes with turtle. <laughs> the box.
0: In the Wood flies
1: outward as the turtle shell expands.
0: Hey, how mm-hmm. you doing? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: Surprise inspection everyone. Your box is shoddy craftsmanship. <laughs> so, with a plan firmly in place, this seems like a good spot for a break. Joining us today are Jade. Bye-bye. Rooney.
1: Bye.
0: And Lozo. See you in part 2 and if you leave us a leave
2: us a review We'll read it on the air. All right. Bye, everyone.
3: We hope that
1: you're enjoying this episode of the Fire Breathing Kittens podcast. Please leave us a review on iTunes.com. If you leave us a review, we'll read it on air. It's fun listening to the words of your review get read by the characters you know and love. So go to iTunes.com and leave us a review today can you think of someone who might enjoy this podcast? Please share it with them. Is their birthday coming up? A special anniversary? Would you like us to wish them a happy day on your behalf? You can arrange for us to read your shout out on air at firebreathingkittenspodcast.com through our partnership with the website Buy Me a Coffee. Do you enjoy reading books? You can find paperbacks and ebooks based on our adventures on Amazon.com in the bookstore, Fire Breathing Kittens, that part's all one word, podcast. The authors do a great job of adapting the stories into fun novels. We also have official merchandise on Redbubble.com. Imagine owning a notepad with the Fire Breathing Kitten logo on the front, or a t shirt with one of your favorite characters. And lastly, I'd like to take a moment to sincerely thank all of you. We don't pay to advertise this show, so the only way we can grow is through the support of listeners like you. Thank you.
0: Welcome back to Fire Breathing Kittens. Joining us today are Lozo. How you doing? Jade. Hello. And Rooney. Hello. Hello. Now, would anybody like to recap what happened last time on the previous half?
3: I can do it. So we were all hanging out in the Fire Breathing Kittens Guild when New Slag put up a high-priority quest. Uh, So we all decided to go to the Juniperi Inn and meet with Paragati for some information on a secret mission. Through uh, some intense detective work. We found out who Paragati was and got some interesting information about this mission. It seems to be that there is a strange powder being smuggled, not just into Nikomoi, but across the entire continent. No one really knows where it's coming from, but apparently everywhere it's shipped, there's a rise in undead attacks. Ooh... And so it's our job to go to the thermally docks just outside of Nicomoy on the peninsula and figure out what this dust is, or at least to uh, figure out if it's here or not. And so we went, we did some uh, arcane detective work, having uh, my arcane eye go through the warehouse and we found traces of the powder on one of the ships that was coming in from Michelei. So now we have a plan, well, somewhat of a plan, to go into the warehouse and knock some of those crates over and see if we can uh, disrupt the shipping of this illicit powder.
0: Thanks for that wonderful recap, Rooney. We return to find you three seated at a carriage bench just outside of Orca Shipping, LLC.
3: Hmm. So we want to stop the powder, well... I want to grab some, but then I guess we should stop the powder from making its rounds into Nicomoy, right?
2: Well, I, I think this will get paid for.
3: Hmm. So if we could just get in and disrupt, like Jade said, I have a couple of spells at my disposal that can cause some chaos. The tricky thing is getting in.
2: Mm, I think I can get us in there. I think if we, I got, I, I got a. Uh... Orders demand people like to do what I say, and I can uh, get them get them to believe we are here for an inspection, and we can also see if anybody scatters when inspectors show up.
3: Hmm. Yeah, I think that sounds great, Lozo. Do you think that I should keep the arcane eye up while we're, you know, inspecting things just to see if anything changes in the warehouse floor?
2: Definitely, we're going to need as many eyes as possible. I don't know why I just make him southern.
3: (laughs) All right. You got it.
0: All right. Now, just so I know, with that arcane eye, can you still see through your own eyes as well? Like, you get triple vision, so to speak? Or, like, do you need a seeing eye tortoise friend?
3: (laughs) Uh, It says, I mentally receive visual information from the eye. So I guess that's up to DM discretion.
0: That's cool. Okay, so I'm I'm fine with it being, you know, it's sort of like having TV running in the background. You can choose to focus in on it, or you can just choose to have it as background noise. And then, like, oh hey, is that a dragon? Thanks, I.
3: Yeah. Okay. Cool. Hopefully, there aren't any dragons that pop down in here.
0: No. Heavens, no. It's not in the game name or anything.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Warehouses and dragons. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh man the, the
2: the shipping orders are all out of order that's like that's the stuff you gotta deal with in warehouses and dragons
1: <laughs> well you know technically if our job is to disrupt this warehouse we can do it any way we want what is the ideal way in your opinion to make the dust flow cease
2: trash the place
1: Okay, we'll have a bounty. We'll invite everyone from all around.
2: <laughs> a rager, yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, you know,
3: we could be fair raising kittens and burn them down.
2: That's, that's, that's more along the lines I was going with.
3: Yeah, I think that's probably the best way to go, seeing as how they're making a huge ship that can store a lot more of this stuff than can be caught by the law. So let's destroy it, along with everyone's livelihoods. And besides, they're not paying taxes to Nicomoy. If they had been paying taxes to Nicomoy, they could have protection against these sorts of things. Exactly. No taxation, no representation.
2: Everybody's got to pay up. This is protection money. This is, what, this is what government does. Nobody realizes this. This is, this is, what, this is what we do.
0: <laughs> so while you guys are discussing this, um, <laughs> you hear the door open to the building, the, the main front doors. And walking outside is that built-like-an-ox-half-elf you saw earlier, Rooney. Jade, you actually recognize this individual. It's none other than the younger Vendel brother. You remember him from the episode Bodie McKittenface. Grigori.
1: I did not realize that by making them the most fastest clipper ship in the sea, that they would use these profits to import... I'm for materials outside of the reach of the law. whatever created?
0: After you have that little inner monologue, you know, he, he seems, you know, in a huff and kind of frustrated. He, he sees you and he recognizes you. Hey, Jade! Uh,
1: i I am waiting for the bus. Hello.
0: <laughs> hey, how you doing? I, I haven't seen you since the race. Who are these two?
1: I do not know, but I am waiting for the bus. And uh, I uh, delivered an item, you know, so I am waiting to go back. Oh look, <laughs> the bus is not here yet. Ah, are, oh.
0: are you the one that ding dong ditched that open bottle of wine that I heard, uh, you know, Sue talking about?
1: I cannot control what the customers paid to have delivered.
0: I'm no expert, but I think that's a health code violation. <laughs> I thought you were with the guard or something.
1: I retired, so sad. Uh, you know, I have a question for you. Yeah. Uh, what would you say to a person who's interested in starting a small business, and you know, they dreamed one day of helping the world? What did you say to them to get them on the way?
0: Uh, I mean, that sounds like me and Tomas. Don't you know, fall back? Um, follow your dreams and try and pay it forward. Yeah if success lands in your lap you know you spread it. that's why that's why i've been pushing so much for tomos to expand i don't know how we got that benefactor but tomos is great in a boardroom the same way i'm great in a construction site you know he he found a benefactor and was willing to invest in us after that race cuz that money couldn't have put up all this
1: and what would you say if they are dream to help people? You know, they look around one day and they notice that they are not helping at all. They are part of the problem. What would you say to this person?
0: Uh, I, w- I, w- I would tell them that they, uh, need to take a step back, figure out where they went wrong, and, uh, fix it.
1: Well, it is good that you would never have to ask these questions, because of course your business is helping people, you know. Uh, what sorts of people do you deliver to all over the world?
0: I mean, uh... I don't really handle much of the business side uh yeah i'm i'm usually i mean i have one of them off like you see that one that uh second floor on the right uh i think mine's the the closest one to the middle i, I never really go in there it's i have a hammock there yeah, it's it's comfy to nap in but i mean i'm almost always on the floor helping them out getting to know all uh, the crew you know showing them the ropes making sure everyone's working safe yeah, I'm I'm just happy to be, uh, you know, giving folks jobs.
1: You know, before you arrived, I was having these interesting conversations with these people at the bus stop. They were telling me, you know, that sometimes in life, it's possible for things to be happening without you being aware. And I said, no, no. My son, Shasha, would never be doing anything that I do not know about. He is just a 19-year-old boy. Everything he does, of course I know about. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> I was arguing that I am aware of things that he does. Of course, a knows our son.
0: Uh, how, how old did you say your son was again there, Jade?
1: 19. I shipped him off to college last year.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You, uh, you hold on to that thought of your son. I'm sure he's right as rain.
1: Well, surely, just as you know everything that your brother is doing, I know everything that my son is doing, of course. Neither of us could be mistaken. Uh...
0: Know what he's doing. That's a funny way to put it. I mean, I trust him.
1: I trust my son.
0: Yeah, he's he's doing good. I mean, I, I, he stays up in his office almost all the time now, but I, mean, I, th- I see him usually at our weekly lunch.
1: Yes, you know, I go into his room and I say, everything that I see, this is everything that exists. These people at the bus stop, they say, no, check under his bed, the floorboard is loose. I say, no, eating compartments, impossible. Could not happen. You would not do that to me.
2: Check the drop ceiling too. This is a good, this is a good, good spot.
1: Surely, these hidden compartments—they are things of legend. No one actually does this, no?
0: Are we still talking about your your boy?
1: I don't know. I give up. <laughs> <laughs> it's a feast falling. I have no freaking idea.
3: Uh,
1: I don't know. Um,
3: damn. While Jade has been talking <laughs> to Corey, trying—I mean, it's great because since my eye is still up and I know that he's out and I recognize him from the argument, I—I'd like to connect the dots and then go and follow, uh, Tomas as far as possible with my arcane eye, see if he's up
0: oh, to. Who do, you, who do you think Tomas is?
3: Or I don't know. Like I—I I take it that he's a partner of some sort. You know,
1: your brother, with see uh, green Air. How is he doing? I have not seen him. He's such a wonderful mustache.
0: Oh, no, that's not Tomas. No, that's, uh... No, that's, uh... Nanami. Bergern. Uh, he's... <laughs> he's supposed to be head of security around here, but... I don't know. And Tomas says, uh... He's trustworthy and, you know, does great work you know, a fantastic resume goes on and on. I don't know about that guy. I mean, ugh, he's a weird one. Like, I, I I catch him spending a lot of time with crates that frankly have no business being spent a lot of time with. Like, it's a canned fish. You know, plug your nose, work the dolly, get it as far from people as possible for the sake of all of our sense of smell and, you know, run. What really tipped me over the edge recently was, uh, like he just apparently brought on fifty new guys that exclusively for security. Like I'm I'm sorry, I know we're expanding fast, but I don't think we're gonna be attacked by, you know, corporate adventurer team one oh one, you know, taking down shipping rivals.
1: I definitely not now.
0: <laughs> you, you you say these guys are
2: working security? I don't
0: see so that's any an official se- job title. I don't know what they actually do. <laughs>
2: I don't see any security out here on the perimeter. So where, 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 where are they all?
0: Inside, like I, I don't know. He, he says they're ready for any sort of emergency that might happen. I'm not sure. Okay,
2: guy, you seem, you seem on the up and up. Do you know anything about any? Uh, I think Z Dust, Zombie Dust, anything like that. Is that that new
0: band in Nikomoy?
1: No, Zia's yeah, like the Prince and
0: Oh, oh right right um no i I mean there's some weird dust in some of the containers sometimes, but I just assume it's you know sawdust, salt, and you know some brine. Have you,
2: know, you
0: had an undead problem around here recently i I think I would know if we had an undead problem have oh
3: have you perhaps had employees complaining of itchy skin
0: actually yeah that that uh that dust I just talked about, you know, it cleans up real easy. You don't even need a cloth or anything. Literally just wipe it with your hand, and then it's gone. It feels a little itchy for, a, like, a minute or two, and then, hey, you're fine.
3: Oh, so you've touched it yourself.
0: Yeah, I, mean, I I wash my hands afterwards, so, I mean, if it's, you know, got any sort of germs or anything on it, I'm fine. Cleans up, the ships look good, the, the product looks good, it gets on the ship again, and then, you know... Fine and dandy. Let's move on.
3: Sir, I don't know if you know this, but handling unknown dusts and powders and having a reaction like that, it's against health code safety. I know that, you know, you guys pay not to have too much interference here, but if you really care about your workers like you say you do, it could help us to go and take a look, make sure they're doing okay. I I believe Lozo here has some uh, some Experience with medicine. Isn't that right, Lozo?
2: No, oh, I've got all kinds of experience in medicine. I got experience with whatever you need to have experience with.
0: Make a uh persuasion check with advantage. Lozo's giving the advantage by advertising their medical expertise.
3: Perfect. What do you know? So I got a 13. Meh.
0: You really think this stuff is hazardous? I mean, nobody's really complained about it. There hasn't even really been a rash. It's itchy for a bit. I mean, it's shipping. Hey, you, you don't think that's weird? I don't think it's... <laughs> I, I don't think it's super weird.
1: Okay, question. It goes inside you. Yeah? How does it come out?
0: Well, there's three <laughs> options. and I'm not sure which one I find the most appealing. <laughs> if, if you think carefully there's a there's a fourth option. Oh no 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 there's a lot more than 3 there's three that I want to entertain. Oh. I, I'm saying there's an option where it never leaves. Oh 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh you go ahead and make a I will say a medicine check because he was trusting your medical expertise earlier and now the medical expert is saying you know hey stop and think about that for a minute chief that's a 23
3: <gasps> nice
0: An unnatural 20 though like <laughs> oh oh no 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 oh no 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 yeah that's oh ah oh, crap oh no okay um what what do i got to do what do i got to do i don't want any of my I don't want any of my guys or gals, you know, getting sick or hurt or uh, I I didn't think anything of it, man. I just I just thought it was crap that cleaned up easy. You're telling me I've been hurting people? Unfortunately, you've been hurting people accidentally.
2: You you obviously you're not the ringleader unless you're lying to me. You lying to me? Nah, you're not lying to me. <laughs> so I think we're gonna to need to shut this down clearly. I feel like you guys can keep your legitimate business, but this security personnel and, uh, I don't know if it was your brother who brought them in. We're going to need to have a chat.
3: It might also do to have us just have a quick look around and see just how far this powder tends to spread. You know, if, if it gets tracked into offices, people who aren't normally in manufacturing could have been exposed to it. So I think just having a quick look around and then Lozo could probably give a lot of really, really good advice on how to approach these next steps.
0: All right. you, Jade, you, your friends raise a lot of good points. Um, are they new kittens?
1: I'll be totally honest with you because I think we can trust you. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's funny. He. Your tortoise friend's got a giant cat cuffed into his shell, but okay. I mean, if if you say so, Jade, I trust you. Well, <laughs> oh, oh.
2: The uh, the 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 word there was was new. Yes. We we we're we're we've been kittens at heart our entire lives. So, we we we've been kittens
0: for as long as we can remember, really.
3: Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. I I guess I don't know how big your organization is. I mean, I yeah, uh, you you guys may have been around longer than Jade here, I suppose, yeah. <laughs> Alright, well, uh, come on in, um, also, Jade, like, uh, you, you know we wouldn't have this company without the kittens. I wasn't kidding when I told you, if you guys need anything, you know, come on by. So, I'm, I'm a little surprised you knocked on the door repeatedly for your winogram instead of just popping in. Um... But yeah, come on in, uh, I'll, uh, I'll I'll send out a, an announcement asking everyone to remain on site uh, due to a, a safety concern and then, you know, I'll, I'll uh, bring you all into Tomas' office and have Nanami come in too and we can figure this whole thing out. I want my brother and Nanami there. I want to see how each of them react to some of your questions. I trust my brother, but I don't trust this Nanami guy. So he goes back in through the doors, and the dwarf uh, is surprised to see the boss man back so soon. He's like, hey, uh, hand me the, uh, the PA sending stone, okay? Thank you. <laughs> you, you. You hear the very distinct feedback of a PA system briefly. He's like, dang, nabbit. Uh, Attention, orca shipping employees and family. We hope you're having a great day. There is a safety concern on the manufacturing, on the shipping floor that is currently being addressed for the sake of following safety procedures. We do request that everyone remain on site at this time, even if this goes into past your shift, do not worry. You will be compensated for your time. We do apologize for the inconvenience. Thank you. Have a great day
2: can uh, lozo see anybody uh clearly like moving in the opposite direction as everybody else like trying to get, get away from whatever is going on over here
0: i mean you guys are in the lobby when he makes this announcement so uh you see the dwarf playing a sudoku puzzle but mm-hmm. otherwise no okay
3: anything that my arcane eye might pick up from the um The loading floor.
0: Where will you have situated the eye before he makes this announcement?
3: Uh, It would have been where... So I left it where they were unloading the crates from the Mishui ship and was able to see some of the the powder sprinkled on the deck, if it was in the deck.
0: Okay. So you see that gentleman with the uh, fantastic hat... And mustache. Who you now know is named Nanami. Like, he seems to... G- give me an insight check or sense motive.
3: That's a natural 20.
0: Oh, my. Oh, my. Um, So, your eye may be deaf, but you can certainly hear his face from what you're seeing. <laughs> you are seeing, oh crap you are seeing are we made you are seeing does he know all playing across his face he he does his best just to uh you know look casual and start marching towards the offices because you know like he's in a position of authority here on the floor he needs to be aware of the full situation he's you know given a, a few dismissive waves of like oh, don't worry don't worry but his pace is clearly much faster than a casual, let's find out what's going on.
3: Hmm. I'll uh, just kind of lean over to Jade so that uh, Grigori doesn't hear me and and uh, I'm going to whisper to her, Nanami's on the move. He definitely seemed panicked. I think he's going to the offices, but I don't know. Maybe he'll make a break for it.
1: I'd like to perception check for the fifty.
3: I'm
1: seeing if the people around us—if they look like they're security guards.
0: Mm. Oh, okay. I was going to say the fifty. The fifty. The heck is Eight. this fifty? <laughs> go ahead and do that. Eighteen. Okay. Um. In the lobby, you're not seeing anything.
1: Okay. All right. A running tackle.
0: Nanami, you just run out on the floor and just go for him.
1: Yeah. I'd like to do a grapple
0: check. Go ahead and do that.
1: Okay. I don't know how to do that.
0: Are...
1: <laughs> 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 I really don't know how one is done. Okay. Let me hold on.
0: Uh, it is an athle- contested athletics check. Okay. Um, the person doing the grapple rolls athletics. The person resisting the grapple can try and resist with athletics or acrobatics. Now, before we get into this, because this sounds like something that we're going to go into initiative for, what... Are Rooney and Lozo doing?
3: Probably still looking through my eye, actually.
0: Like trying to keep pace with uh Nanami? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Uh I think Lozo says to
2: uh Grigori, like, keep your head down, this might get ugly, and follows
0: Jade. Okay.
1: Good, because I rolled a one. Oh no. <laughs> I have a plus seven though <laughs>
0: eight. okay so that's an eight let's see how that does not beat nanami's acrobatics roll of 17.
1: Oof. so square me like a snake
0: <laughs> how I'm imagining this is you just barreling down towards him you know fire in your eyes just ready to Bring him down to the ground. And he's just walking with purpose and then just sees you and like, quickly sidesteps, you know, from time working on this floor. Like, up, oh, someone wasn't paying attention. Let's get out of the way of the forklift. <laughs> <laughs> like, eh, watch it. All right, I, I got somewhere to be. And those don't look like non-slip. Get the right <laughs> dang shoes on. <laughs> it isn't even acknowledging you.
1: Oh, that's worse. Oh.
2: Lozo being behind all this, as they sidestep, then casts a hold person at them.
0: What is that DC he's trying to beat, and what kind of save is it? Say, wisdom saving throw, and he's trying to beat 16. All right, let's see what happens. That comes out to a 22. Ah! Oh. Well, freeze didn't work. <laughs> now, how... How
2: close were you when you did this? Uh, I mean, it probably depends upon how fast Jade was running.
1: About 30.
2: <laughs> so I'll say I was like 15 feet back, maybe.
0: Okay. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Hold Person has all three components, verbal, somatic, and material. Material for you probably being your holy symbol. Mm-hmm. So it isn't exactly subtle. You just tried to cast magic, and he felt a pressure trying to contain him. So, puts two and two together, looks at you. Can I help you? Uh, I I think you can. I think you
2: are moving some dangerous dust.
3: You can just hear the, uh, what is it? Like, Rooney's palm hitting her forehead. Just,
0: uh... ah. Rooney can't even hear it because of the eye, but she can hear it just based off of Lozo's body language. Mm-hmm. Um give me a sense motive real fast. Or insight, sorry. Talking me? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jade, while this is going on, I assume you're picking yourself up.
1: Yeah, I made a squeaking sound when I rubbed across the ground with my like gambeson. Yeah. <laughs> like a baseball homer, you know, but with squeaking on a vinyl <laughs> warehouse floor. <laughs>
0: How did that insight roll end up? 22. You you see a few different things play across his face, and then he rushes you and tries to take a swing at you. But since you rolled so high on the insight, you saw it coming, so he won't have advantage for a surprise round. Okay. Does a 17 hit? Yes. Quickly give me a constitution saving throw. Don't like the sound of that at all. (laughs) 11. You're stunned for a round. Oh. You also you also take six bludgeoning damage. And he is just still running for the front entrance now. So let's roll for initiative. What is everybody's initiative? Thirteen. Eighteen. Five. <laughs> Alright. First up is Rooney. Now, you still have the eye, and you just saw your good buddy Lozo get decked right in the face, and he just looks stupefied at the moment. And his assailant is running right for you. He doesn't know you're there, but he's heading in your direction.
3: Uh, I'm going to go and turn to Grigori and say, So, plan changed. Uh, Nanami's coming right this way, so get ready to catch him, I guess. And then I'm actually going to, um, ready an action. I'm going to ready magic missile at second level, uh, for if he runs past. So not when he appears, but like, if he tries to like get past me to like go out the door, then I'm going to, uh, let go of that magic missile.
0: Okay. Jade, what are you doing? He's about 45 feet away from you now.
3: I move 15 feet closer to him.
0: Okay.
1: Stepping slowly at about half speed. And as I approach him, I give a speech. I know what you have been doing. I have seen it all. The dust. This dust. And I, like, you know, point to the corners of the room where uh, there's dust everywhere. You have been poisoning the people of Nikimoi, haven't you? You have been telling them into undead without their consent. And you think that you can get away with it because you're outside of the jurisdiction of the Nicomoy Town Guard. My tabard, which is like an overcoat that fits over armor, is outfitted with the insignia of the Town Guard. Although I am retired. Um, But you cannot escape from the law. I challenge you, and this is called Champion Challenge. As a bonus action, I issue a challenge that compels other creatures to do battle with me. Each creature of my choice that I can see within 30 feet of me, which I am now. Must make a wisdom saving throw on a field save. They can't willingly move more than 30 feet away from me, which means they can't escape from my friends. I challenge you to defend what you have been doing. Clearly, if you have been doing nothing wrong, you would not mind telling all of these people who are exposed. And I, all now all their coworkers hate them. That there is nothing I'm full with the dust that you have palliated them with for weeks and weeks. Explain yourself.
0: So, Two questions. First Mm -hmm. of all, champion's challenge. Is that a uh, save to try and resist, or it just happens?
1: Wisdom saving throw.
0: All right, let's see what happens. Dang nab, uh, 18. Oh, they're fine. He's slippery. Second of all, could you give me a performance check to try and sway the crowd as it were?
1: (laughs) The poisoned cut (laughs) workers? Exactly. Oh, man. Man, when your job poisons you, it, like, super sucks. It's like, you don't pay me enough for this. Um... Not exactly a performer, though. So,
0: twelve. Okay. Um, no one's gonna try and stop you. No one's gonna try and help you. Um, and you see a few folks like wearing badges, um, and having uh cudgels with them. Probably security. Seem to stop and reassess the situation and think, you know, it's let's uh, let's let this play out. Boss didn't pay us to deal with. The city guard.
1: Okay. And then that was my bonus action. So Mm -hmm. as my action, I'm going to cast Zone of Truth. I create a magical zone that guards against deception in a 15-foot radius sphere. On a point of my choice within range until the spell ends, a creature that enters the spell's area for the first time on a turn or starts their turn in there must make a charisma-saving throw. And although it failed, I would like to challenge them to step into the box and tell their story. So... They probably won't, though. Um, but maybe people are aware of what I'm doing, and I say, you is a zone of truth. Speak your truce if you have nothing to add. They can choose whether or not to step inside it. I'm just challenging them. But okay, I'm all bravado, and, and just I slip on the floor when I try to catch them. So who
0: knows? <laughs> <coughs> I'm, I'm envisioning you. What's the range on this spell?
1: I can cast it up to 60 feet away from myself, but it's a 15-foot radius sphere centered on a point, so I've, like, made a little box, and I'm like, this is the box of truth.
0: <laughs> okay. I'm imagining you casting this pretty much right on them, and, like, you know, stay put, explain your case, justify your actions, tell your coworkers they're fine.
1: I could do it right on them, couldn't I? You could. I could. I don't know. I think I'm going to do it next to them and peer pressure them into going inside. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I'm gonna do it on a clearly delimited part of the ground. <laughs> this is the zone of truth.
0: <laughs> well, fortunately there is a uh fork carriage stall that is completely empty. Nice with just the right amount of space. And that is your turn, correct?
1: That's it. That's my action, my bonus action.
0: <sighs> he uh looks there now that it's his turn. He looks back to you, looks there, looks back to you. Well, you ain't a judge, you don't have a warrant. And I don't have to explain anything. Bye.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> How does Marcy from accounting feel about that?
0: <laughs> oh, Marcy from accounting isn't here right now, so she her opinion doesn't really matter. <laughs> but he is bolting for it. So, Rooney, the door before you is thrown open. He's booking it. Grigori, oh, Mamani, just the person I wanted to see. He just blows past both of you.
3: Then my magic missile would go off. And because I upcast it to second level, I get to throw four darts instead of three. Nice. Four, five, seven, nine. For a total of 12 dart damage. (laughs) I feel like that's not correct. Oh, force damage, excuse me. So, 12 force damage.
0: Well, after taking 12 dart damage from a second <laughs> level magic force, <laughs> um, he, his balance gets completely thrown off and he stumbles a bit, picks himself back up. But you notice something. The hat's gone. And who the heck is this guy? He kind of has a, a, you know, like mid-late 70s Hugh Hefner look about him, you know, wearing a captain's cap, has a, you know, green beard still, but it isn't a handlebar mustache, it's like, you know, that stereotypical captain's beard, and he's not a human, he's a triton, and, uh, Grigori just, his jaw drops, green beard, what in the blazes are you doing out of jail?!
3: Wait, you, you know you know this person?
0: He kidnapped friends of mine.
3: We have to stop him. Hurry, he's going to get away. I can't do anything, though. Freaking. Yeah. He's going to get away. We need to catch him.
0: And with that, Grigori will enter the initiative in the next turn. Lozo, you're stunned. Mm-hmm. All right, your turn's over. You're no longer stunned. Ooh, so wow. you can do stuff next turn. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, the last thing you remembered was a, you know, handlebarred human coming right for you. Where the heck is he? Jade, what are you doing here?
1: I recognize Greenbeard, right?
0: Um, I mean, he's on the other side of a door, so oh, you don't okay. see him, but you will recognize him when you see him, assuming you okay. catch up.
1: Can you describe how far away I am from things?
0: Yes, absolutely. Um, So, you walked 15 feet, you were about 30 feet away. The door was another 15 feet, and he dashed. So you're about 45 feet away from Greenbeard.
1: Okay, and they're behind a door?
0: They're behind a door.
1: And the door is 30 feet from me or less? Or...
0: Uh, the door is about 30 feet away from you, yeah.
1: Okay, so could I go up to the door and open it and still have an action? Or a bonus action, maybe?
0: I would say so. Like, I'm, I'm envisioning this as a door that just kind of swings both ways. Like, it, it's... Not a locking door or a hinge door. It's literally just meant to have a barrier between the offices and manufacturing. But first, we have Rooney.
3: Hmm. Um, I'm going to hold out my hand and use the lightning lure cantrip. So, let's see. The target must succeed on a strength saving throw or be pulled up to 10 feet in a straight line toward me. And then they take one d eight lightning damage if it's within five feet of
0: me. Well, they rolled a one on that strength saving throw.
3: <gasps> Fantastic! So the uh, lightning cable wraps around their ankle and just jerks them back. And I don't know if I should roll damage. Are they within five feet of me as they do as I do that?
0: Uh, they are. They were not within five feet of you.
3: Okay. So they just get pulled back closer to me. Yep. Cool. So that's my action and I don't think I have a bonus action, but I'll definitely encourage Grigori to go and grapple him or restrain him.
0: Um I was gonna say, so aside from the movement, does lightning lore make him fall prone, restrain him, anything like that?
3: It doesn't specifically say no.
0: Okay. Yeah. Next up, Jade.
3: I walk forward
1: so that I can push the door open and see the person. So I'm a bit confused. Was Nanami Vergern, the head of security, actually Greenbeard in disguise? Yes. Okay. All right. And Greenbeard was being arrested the last time I saw them. So it kind of makes sense. They're, yeah. They have a false identity because they're escaping from the law. Okay. So. I'm going to cast Compelled Duel. It's a first level enchantment. It's a bonus action, so I can push open the door and cast this for sure. It has a range of 30 feet. I attempt to compel a creature into a duel. One creature that I can see within range must make a wisdom saving throw. Let's try that again.
0: That is a 26.
1: Nope. Never mind. Um, cool. All right. You can just walk out of here. It's great. (laughs) Yeah. That ends my turn.
0: You still have a normal action.
1: Mm, Okay. I guess I could throw some javelins at them. I don't really want to assault people. I don't know. He punched your
2: friend. Right in the beak. You're hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: I mean, I do have command. So I can say, speak a one-word command to a creature I can see within range. I mean, the suggested commands are approach. The target moves toward you by the shortest and most direct route, ending its turn. If it moves within five feet of you, drop, flee, gravel, halt. So I guess I'll point to the truth spell zone and I'll say
3: confess. Nice. That's good.
0: That is a... Wisdom saving throw, yeah. 17.
1: Well. Nothing happens. All right, cool. Oh,
3: man, every
1: time.
0: (laughs) Greenbeard's just too wise.
1: So wise.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, next up, I can cross out the, you know, disguise name. Greenbeard. He recognizes you, Jade, but he doesn't see you as the threat at the moment. He sees the uh, elf gnome that just lassoed him with a uh, lightning lore as the main person keeping him from getting out of this building at the moment. So he is going to flurry of blows.
3: Ooh. Ooh.
1: I was standing in the doorway, right? And Mm -hmm. where is Rooney?
0: She's about, um, so doorway, lobby, Rooney, Grigori, and Greenbeard are in the lobby. Then main doors.
1: Okay, so how far away am I from everybody? Because I have all this, like, distance-based combat stuff, like interception, and... You're you're
0: about 10 feet away. Okay. All right, so one of those came out to be a 13, the rest were 18 or higher. I assume the rest hit?
3: Uh, yeah. And you said 13? Mm Mm-hmm. I'll go ahead and use shield for that one. Uh... I did not cast mage armor, so my AC is super low. Uh, But yeah, the other three hit.
1: How did I get separated from you in this combat? Like, come close to me.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You're the one who ran away from me.
1: (laughs) All right. Hey, you guys, stand within five feet of me. There, I that. Stand within five feet of me, and I shall protect you. I can literally take the blows for you.
0: (laughs) Can I get a strength saving throw from your Rooney?
1: Ooh, okay. Oh, oh Aura of Protection. Starting at sixth level, whenever you are a friendly creature within ten feet of me must make a saving throw, the creature gains a bonus to the saving throw equal to my charisma modifier. So you get a plus four to your saving throw.
3: Ooh, okay. Not bad. Not I yelled bad. At you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm inspired. It was it was really the uh the inspirational like monologue. It's still pumping me up. Uh, But that helped a lot. That put me at a 22.
0: Oh, wow.
3: Yeah.
0: So, you can tell he was going for like a a one-inch punch, sending you flying deal. Didn't take. You, You kept your footing somehow. You also take seven damage from that. Okay. That might break your concentration on your eyeball. Yeah. Uh,
3: yep eyeballs gone
0: okay (laughs) Um, and then you also take a total of 12 more damage from the other two punches
3: Okay,
1: and then he is going
0: to step of the wind and just make a dash out the door he is now 50 feet outside of the main door next up is Lozo Uh, Lozo knowing the person who just like punched him in the face went out this door, barrels through that door. Okay. So that's about 20 feet of movement to get Mm -hmm. to where Jade is. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go the other 10 feet past that. Okay. So you're
2: effectively in the middle of the lobby. Mm -hmm. Um, How far away from me right now is the water around us on this peninsula? Is it within 300 feet? Oh, yeah. Then Lozo is gonna cast control water.
0: And flood out this road leading from this warehouse to stop him from escaping. I love it. You're effectively water bending just this wall of water mm-hmm. to catch him in the current, bring him back into the lobby, or just cut him off? I was thinking just
2: cut him off because I didn't think I could control it well enough to not drown this dude or drown <laughs> all of us with all the water coming at us. That's fair. Okay. So- then it just seems more, you know,
0: but weird to use this word here, realistic. No, that's fair. And I can totally see, you know, Lozo coming in, like, knowing someone's trying to escape and essentially being told he got out the door. He's trying to make a break for it. Mm-hmm. Cool. I was outside. I know the rough layout.
2: Yeah, so they hold their their staff out, and this, like, 20-foot wall of water just moves in a totally unnatural way. Like, it's 20 feet. doesn't even look like a wave. It just looks like a block of water coming in, and it just blocks his path.
0: Next up is Grigori, and he just throws open the door so that everybody can see Greenbeard, and the guy looks like he has been completely caught off guard. He did not expect to be cut off by a wall of water. So going back to the top, Rooney?
3: I'm going to upcast Scorching Ray to level four. Nice. And so... Create one additional ray. Three, four. So I get five rays that I get to roll attack for. Oh, the first one was fourteen. Okay. The second one was eighteen. Third one is twenty-five, and nine. So it should have been five blasts.
0: How many were over seventeen?
3: Uh, two were.
0: Okay, two of them hit.
3: Okay. So first one does six damage, second one does five damage of fire.
0: All right, total of 11?
3: Mm Mm-hmm. And then I will specifically move behind Jade. Still within five feet, but behind her.
1: Oh, don't worry. Any missiles that come at you will hit me. (laughs) (laughs) Even if you're in front of me.
0: (laughs) All right, Jade. You got a clear path between you and Greenbeard.
1: How far away is Greenbeard from me?
0: He's about 50 feet away.
1: I move 30 feet. Okay. Because Rooney can move 30, so it's okay. Mm -hmm. And I take out a javelin. With D&D, you can do non-lethal damage. Yep. Yeah, so this javelin is like expertly hitting them in a non-lethal place in the body, question mark?
0: Yeah, that's totally fine.
1: Okay. When you hit a creature with a melee weapon attack, you can expend one spell slot to deal radiant damage to the target in addition to the weapon's damage. The extra damage is 2d8 for a first-level spell slot plus 1d8 for each spell slot higher than the first to a maximum of 5d8. So that's 3d8 per Divine Mm -hmm. Smite that hits. So um, give me a second because that's a lot of 8s. Yeah, no problem. Plus 14 on that one if that hits and plus 11 on that one if that hits. Okay, so do a 20 and do an 18 hit as I throw two javelins, which have a range of 30. Both
0: both of them hit.
1: The first one does 6 javelin damage and then 14 radiant divine smite damage. And the second one does 10 javelin damage and then 11 radiant divine smite damage.
3: (laughs) Oh, do it, Jade! That's awesome! For a total of 41
1: damage.
0: Yeah. (laughs) He looks like crap. So, it is now Greenbeard's turn. He just spits out a mouthful of blood and looks at you. Wait a second, you. You're one of those idiots who broke up my crew. Almost landed me in prison. I'll kill you. And he just runs up and attempts a very trademarked uppercut name. Go! Go! <laughs>
1: You know what's funny is the best way to hit me is to stand like 50 feet away from me, fire an arrow in the opposite direction, and then like a homing beacon. It'll just turn around and... <laughs> this is the shield I'm wearing. Um, any arrow that lands within 10 feet of me hits me. Uh...
0: <laughs> yeah, no, he he ain't about that life. He's about throwing fisticuffs.
1: Uh, see, that's actually a terrible way to hit me because this shield that makes all the missiles hit me gives me an AC of... That's hard to read. 21.
0: Yep. So wow. he is going to blow a flurry. <laughs> hey, one of them hit.
1: <laughs> the 21, not bad. Okay, so the plate armor, like, hurts their fists a little bit, and then... oh
0: ow, 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 dang nabbit, my knuckles hurt. <laughs> can you make a dexterity save real fast? Oh,
1: can I fail a dexterity saving throw for you? Yes, I can. In my plate armor, that's a two minus one.
0: This one, ah. you have been knocked prone. It's really
1: hard to stand up when you're wearing plate armor, too. It,
0: I'm just imagining you like a tortoise on their back.
1: <laughs> Lozo, I feel <laughs> your pain.
0: <laughs> oh, you—you you also took uh, nine bludgeoning damage,
1: down to forty-nine. Um, also, have you ever seen a tortoise be near another tortoise that mm-hmm. has fallen over?
0: <laughs> the way they'll help each other up—it's yeah. oh. adorable. Lozo. <laughs> all right speaking of that lozo you're up all right uh how close is this person to me uh he is within 30 feet of you now okay and he looks like crap yeah lozo heads over to where the
2: uh wait hold on that's not gonna work yeah i'm just gonna do this lozo's just gonna fire guiding bolt at him go for it come on baby yeah 24 hit just just a little <laughs> bit
0: 46 <laughs> uh, for 13 radiant damage Oof. so what does this look like as you bring down greenbeard Lozo again points there just
2: po- like almost like a sniper rifle points their uh, staff they have so they got it up like this and it fires a bright like shining gold bolt out of the uh, the front of it and just slams into the the, the slams into their chest and uh it looks like the special effects from the last dragon have you've ever seen that where it just like arcs over their body
0: and blows them back hopefully prone I'm guessing this person's done yeah they are definitely knocked out. If I wouldn't be blowing out listeners' eardrums, this is where someone would dramatically shout, K.O. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, so it's, it looks like 80s special
2: effects, where it's like that that, that rotoscoped like bolt that, like, g- courses over somebody's body. That's what it looks like.
0: <laughs> I love it. All right, with that, Greenbeard has been apprehended once again. Uh, Lozo turns to... Uh, what was the guy's name that ran this place? Uh, Gregory is the one who has, uh, been speaking with you guys.
2: Yeah, it turns to
0: Gregori and goes, You're welcome. Thank you. I, I, I always knew I couldn't trust him, but I never thought that he was our competitor from a
2: few months ago. Always trust your gut, my friend. You got a bad feeling about somebody, you go with that. I'm just wondering why Tomas would trust this man. I can't help you there, man.
3: How about we go and, uh, tie this guy up? Before he wakes up.
0: Yeah. I like that idea. All right. Would you three be all right with helping me confront my brother about this? Because there was no reason this should have happened.
3: Absolutely.
0: We'll finish the job. Fantastic. So, heading upstairs to the nice offices, you find, on the one furthest away from the staircase, Tomas sitting in his office at a very nice desk poring over paperwork trying to figure something out he looks up sees you for gregory what is the what what is the meaning of you know the lockdown it, has something happened is someone hurt oh jade always good to see you
1: hello i am jade <laughs>
0: Has has something happened that uh, we we need the help of the fire breathing kittens?
1: Yes, uh, perhaps if I earnest divine power in as a time I can have a spell slot back, I can do Son of truth. All I, I can just and I punch the person in the gut. You tell us the
0: truth. <laughs> Go ahead and give me a insight, real fast. Thirteen. Okay. Um, getting a quick glance at Grigori as you do this. You can tell it he does not like seeing his brother be punched, but at the same oh, time, no, no. it's like. I didn't punch
1: the brother, I punched Greenbeard.
0: Oh, oh. Yeah. You brought Greenbeard up with you.
1: Didn't we? Mm hmm. Okay. We so him and brought him with us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh, I wouldn't punch okay. the brother. Hi, well, it's good to see you. Hello, I'm Jade Punch. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Why I was like, oh wow, we're going right for Bad Cop, okay.
1: No, 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 no. Um this person and I suck the Greenbeard, captive Fall Guy okay. has been importing dangerous substances in crates into your shipping helper. It is possible that you did not know about this, but now that you do, you cannot allow it to persist because it is causing zombies.
0: So is Greenbeard still unconscious for this?
1: Did I just punch an unconscious person? Yeah, sure. All right, whatever. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. He just like when knocked out of him. What little breath?
1: <laughs> I lay on hands. Now you're awake. Oh. How long have you been embalming dust?
0: Uh, since, uh, since Tomas hired me.
1: I punch him again.
0: <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> I'm trying to help. Okay. Look, if it'll lighten the sentence, I'll tell you everything.
2: (laughs) No promises, but spill Mm. it.
3: And I'm going to just, like, stand in front of the door so that if Tomas is guilty, he's not running away.
0: Tomas was in on it. He knew when he hired me. The benefactor.
3: (laughs) I punch
1: him into unconsciousness.
0: Oh. (laughs) Jade, Jade's
2: got a dark side.
3: Oh, yeah.
1: Well, there's no laws here, so I don't, my evil is showing. Um, you guys know I'm a tiefling, right? right. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> I, I look at Tomas, and I say, This liar, he would not enter the zone of truth, and now he's trying to bring it on with him. It is uh, so sad that he cannot just say that he was doing it all on his own. Surely you would never allow such a thing to happen on your watch, Tomas. I you know, threateningly hold the unconscious form. Yeah, go ahead, make I have no law jurisdiction here, so the only way to make this guy comply is to make him willingly comply.
0: Mick, go ahead and make that intimidate check.
1: Yeah. You want to follow the laws.
0: <laughs> I mean, 19? is following the law?
1: <laughs> Surely you would never allow something like this to happen under your watch. He's trying to implicate you, but you are blameless. Yes.
0: His eyes dart between you, between Greenbeard, between his brother, <laughs> between these two folks he's never seen before in his life. Um. Um. Uh. The the a uh, benefactor said it was just harmless. They 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 um they paid a lot of money, and it, it seemed like the least we could do. Is it? You know, they they said they wanted this stuff moved around without. Customs no- noticing it. Um, I-, I-, I didn't ask any questions, and-, and and like I I don't know what's going on. L- l- listen, I- Gr- Grigori doesn't know anything. Uh, it he-, he really doesn't. He, he really doesn't. He-, he spends so much time on the floor. It l- like I I I I I um it- is the stuff dangerous? I I thought it was just you know a you know vice. Something that they wanted to move around and make some money with.
3: I mean, the fact that you were willing to do things below the law is kind of bad in and of itself. I use land hands to bring Greenbeard back.
1: He has to be conscious to argue with, so that's why I brought him back, mm. and to get him to do stuff.
3: Indeed, indeed.
0: <laughs> do I? Do I still have all my
2: teeth? A- absolutely <laughs> not
0: <laughs> does Nimoy prison have dental?
1: We are outside the jurisdiction of Nikamoy prison. What makes you think you would go there?
0: because you seem like a nice person? Maybe. Wait a second. you tortoise man, you're a guard, aren't you? That's what the hat says. Uh,
2: nah, kinda.
3: He's really just borrowing it.
0: <laughs> kind elf gnome.
3: I mean, if this stuff was going to go into Nicomoy anyway, that then does become the Nicomoy town guard's concern. So we could just bring them in and say we caught them in the act.
2: <laughs> We're
3: probably going to go and take you away anyway. So you better tell us everything, especially where you got the powder and what it does. So that whatever plea deal you might argue for, is actually attainable.
0: Is that being directed to Tomas or Greenbeard?
3: Mm. That's being directed to uh Greenbeard, since he probably knows. Maybe. Uh,
0: listen all I know is Tomas oh oh I feel sick. Oh. I lay
1: on hands some more. Come on, you're not gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> you can have another oh, three hey. hit
0: points. I, I have all my teeth back. <laughs> all I know is Tomas paid my bail, supplied the hat, (laughs) and said I was to take on a new identity and make sure that the product was moved.
3: Hmm. Then I'll turn to Tomas and say, so, in order for your plea deal to be accepted, why don't you tell us who your benefactor is?
2: And Lozo Um, cast Zone of Truth.
3: Yay, I didn't have any more spells left.
0: Yay. <laughs> uh that is a twelve that fails.
1: <sighs> Finally, get some truth here. <laughs>
0: he he recognizes what this is, he realizes his goose is cooked. car Kagani. Um he, he said he was from uh, I I don't know where something ooey. He was vague about it; he looked like an a strange insect elf thing, but he had gold so so much gold and the money we got from winning the race with your help was enough to get a fleet started, but not enough to get a an international enterprise going and i I got greedy all right i I got greedy, and I didn't ask questions the The money was good. And it didn't seem like it was that big of a deal. He just said to get what we needed from his office and to send it out with certain shipments. And when we receive stuff coming in, to keep an eye out for certain crates, and then send it into Nicomoy. And then he suggested that I bring Greenbeard in with because, with his experience as a pirate, he would know how to get past customs until we got. You know, the launcher ship's up and running designed for smuggling. But Tomas is innocent.
1: How many hit points does Greenbeard have? Maximum.
0: Uh that would be seventy-one.
1: Okay. Alright, you're at thirty five.
0: Cool. He has even more teeth than he started with now, it's horrifying. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that pair looks like a possum. They're all going in different directions. <laughs> Ew. I, I was thinking like a shark, since he's kind of a triton. Oh, mm.
3: uh, yeah, I can see that.
0: <laughs> so, uh, Tomas, can
2: you give a, can you get a sample here to Rooney so she can study this stuff and maybe be
0: able to reverse the effects at some point? Let, let me get you into his office. Um, anything you might want is there, but. Please, uh, promise me, don't let my brother pay for my mistakes. No, no, good boy. He's a good guy. He's,
2: he's with us. He's, he, seems, yeah. he's, he seems on the up and up.
3: Yeah, you'll pay for your mistakes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, uh, strictly speaking,
1: we are at the law entirely. So there are no import taxes or tariffs or uh, anything. The only thing that you have to pay for is uh, protection.
0: Um, so you you won't beat me up like, like you did poor Greenbeard there, right? Like I, I I understand I'm in custody, okay? I'm not running. I'm not a fighter.
1: You misunderstand, you see. The law protects you from people like us. You see where we are, no one will miss you. If you sink with heavy boots to the bottom of that bayout there because you failed to pay for our protection or obey our codes, no one will hear you cry. So, perhaps, you should either move into the city of Nicomoy, where, indeed, I cannot kill you legally. Or, you should follow our demands, and then you'll be protected by us. And we have certain demands. Rooney, list the demands.
3: (laughs) (laughs) First demand, and most important, we need a sample of that powder. Second demand, and second most important is to get rid of all of the powder currently in your possession. And third, and third most important demand, is to tell us where you have already shipped all of this powder. We want to know the exact warehouses. We want to know the exact merchants in every city, but first in Nicomoy, so that we can address this. Are my three important demands clear?
0: (laughs) Yes. Yes. Good. Good. Sample... (laughs) Destroy product, full actual ledger.
3: Perfect. Now Jade won't have to kill you.
0: All right, if you want to follow me, um, he opens a door that looks like it's a whiskey cabinet, but there's no whiskey in there. There's a a grid. He hits a sequence and a hidden panel in the back slides open. He uh, gestures for you to follow him, and inside, even though it's dimly lit, Jay, you recognize an Echemblem circle, along with uh, a whole accoutrement of various curios and strange uh, magical things. So, inside, aside from the sample that Rooney so desperately needs, we find for Lozo. Do you want that hat, by the way? Oh, I was going to grab it on the way out. Okay. We'll say you grabbed it on the way up. Mm -hmm. Uh, That is a hat of disguise self. So, yeah. You also find a beautiful gem that radiates magical power. It is, in I'm going to mispronounce this first word, Ioun Stone of Reserve. (gasps) How do you spell that? I-O-U-N. Well, somebody wanted that. Apparently,
3: I can't help it. I'm a sucker for magical items.
0: <laughs> oh, don't worry, don't worry. You also find a cloak or robe, or something akin to that, of rare quality. Some, go ahead and pick. Oh, uh, um, me? Yeah, you don't have to pick right this second. Just, yeah, sometime in the future. Yes, this, this is, this was Lozo, Rooney. You find a spell book along with all the necessary material for copying the spells within the book, it holds 5,000 gold worth of spells of your choice. Ah, excellent! (laughs) And a wand of rare quality.
3: Ooh, that's exciting.
0: Now, Jade, while there's all kinds of stuff in here, there isn't anything that's screaming, you know... My kids would absolutely love this. <laughs> but what you do find is a longsword that can have any rare quality on it.
1: Uh, this will be perfect for Sasha. You know when he is at school, he should never walk in the dark alone. I keep telling him, you to carry a friend. This will be his friend.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and actually, speaking of that... um, talking about your kids, and Grigori finding himself that he's definitely going to be in need of new help, um, if they're interested, he has paid internship opportunities waiting for him here. After things are cleaned up, of course.
1: No, oh, yes. <laughs> I always say to my son, a corrupt life is the best life. Well, outside the and you will know that you are doing good for all the people. No!
0: <laughs> so, with that, the... Massive Ecoblim dust distribution operation that has been occurring outside of Nikomoi has been disrupted. This probably won't disrupt the supply that's been happening across everywhere, but it's a start. And before we end this episode, we are going to pan the camera, so to speak. Paragati, in all his bright plumage, stands before a desk... With a large and comfortable-looking swivel chair turned away from him, well, you are right. This new batch of kittens can certainly get the job done. But Dove Reveloni, are you sure that we shouldn't be taking some time to build up before we start making these moves? Oh, we've waited long enough. It's time to start this party. So, joining us today, we have Rooney.
3: I can't wait to get my hands on some of this powder. <laughs>
0: Lozo. This
2: hat, this hat is very stylish. I'm going to enjoy this all the time.
0: And Jade.
1: I think i want to go back to Nikimoi. I don't know how to behave with the laws telling me <laughs> All
0: right, bye everyone. Hey everybody, we're newbie Star Trek. Just a
2: bunch of newbies who've never watched Star Trek before watching all of the next generation one episode at a time. This was like the intergalactic Moripovich show. Yes. It's like, <laughs> Lutan has a new wife. What do you have to say about this? Well, f*** <laughs> that, I'm gonna fight her with that. <laughs> and then they stretch out and then they do the old scissor me timbers. This is an infamous scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're talking about this role. It's
3: boy talk.
2: And this- Says. yeah find us at newbies or
3: find us wherever you listen to your podcasts
2: do you love film and television or are you looking for a show that covers these with a different perspective are you looking for a show that covers a cult classic old and new and talks to the people who help make the shows and films that we all keep so close to our heart Look no further than the Literary License Podcast, where we delve deep into all types of genres. We explore the books and compare them to their screen counterparts. We also dive deep into dark shadows, bringing aboard cast, crews, and lovers of the show. Our multinational team discussed classics from the 1920s up to modern films and enjoyed discussing what we love the most. You can find us on www.llpodcast.com and when you do, don't forget to subscribe to our monthly newsletter where you can keep abreast of what's coming your way each month. Give a listen to the Literary License Podcast where we cover books to screen and everything in between.